Friday, bitches. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? No. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Have a good day. I know you will. Well, Chicken Brian. Very handsome. 106.7 KROQ FM in HD Pasadena. Los Angeles. Orange County. This is the world famous K-Rock. Hell yeah. Here we go. For some people, long, long weekend is about to begin. We'll be here next week, but you're getting the hell out of town. Some people just have jobs where they can blow their load and take a full week off for Thanksgiving and a full week off for Christmas. You think there's a lot of people that have that luxury? I think I know. Uh, it seems like people just leave for months now. I talked to three people yesterday that all have very different jobs, and all of them said, yeah, we're uh, we're getting the hell out of here, and we'll see you in a week. I go, wow, that's crazy. Man, full week off for Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. We're going to be uh, right here. They don't let us leave this place, but the good news is today, if you hang out with us for the next four hours, we'll make it worth your while by playing not one, but two songs that could score you some tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Yeah, and some people are already on their way to their vacations, or they're completely checked out, so the odds are better for you. That's the way I look at it. Today may be your day. Just go ahead and make a little promise to yourself. Today's the day I commit. Today's the day I listen. Listen longer, and we will reward you handsomely. The first song you'll be listening for is by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's a shocker. Whoa. Soul to Squeeze. Are they on the lineup? They will be They will be there on oh, December 9th. By the time good. that show comes around, I'll be so sick of them. I'm going to leave, <laughs> I think. But I, I'm excited, and it's hopefully you'll be there as well. And uh, and uh, then after that song plays this morning, we will tell you which other song you'll be listening for. But two chances to win those tickets from us this morning. We'll take final open nominees for America's Weirdest Relative. A lot of people hitting us up on the DMs yesterday that have not been able to get through during the week. And they said, guys, I've heard all the stories. They're pretty weird. But my uncle is way weirder. My grandma is way weirder. Prove it. Uh, today is your last day to get your relatives nominated. And then next week, early in the week, we actually get to meet the relative. We actually will meet our finalists. It's going to be very exciting. We'll have a good old-fashioned relative weird off all over the airwaves. So today's your last day to get involved in that. Uh, Johnny doesn't know. Holiday traditions coming up a little bit later this morning. We've got a big bet to get to. And um, 
818 said that they are normally a exclusive podcast listener, but for once, I'm actually up early and I'm on my way driving to Sacramento. Please don't disappoint. I am stoked to listen live for once. All right. Appreciate you, 818. No promises on the no disappointing thing because that's what we do best, but we got a, uh, believe it or not, decent show planned for you. Oh, that's what I'm excited about. The return of the pot quiz. Pot quiz! Someone, someone that was just uh, leaving a little uh, weed dispensary get approached by Jake the Nerd, and he immediately starts hitting him with questions, and well, we'll get to that. It has been a while since we've done the pot quiz, but as we get to the end of 2023, a lot of people are asking us for stuff they haven't heard in a while on the show, so we're bringing all the good stuff back. We've run out of new ideas, you see, so we're bringing we're back... recycling. We're bringing back all the old stuff. This guy today may be the greatest pot quiz contestant ever. That's all I can say, and that'll be coming up later this morning as well. If you're new to the show, nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Allie. Morning. That's Jake the Nerd over there, DJ Omar Khan. Hey. You got Postmaster Johnny taking them calls early and often. The number 800-520-1067. Uh, and uh, Vanessa back there as well. Another uh, 818 saying, I work for the government and I do have to work next week, but it's an unwritten rule. Everyone knows that it's like the last week of school where your body is physically there, but you know that every other part of you is not there That's and so you're true. not going to do anything. That is so true. So, you know. Just hang on. It's an understanding paid, we you know? have. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Hey, Rock, we are a Klein Alley show. If you need us or you want 100 bucks of Alley's money, the easy way, now's the time to call 800-520-1067. Forgot about this because it's been a very emotional week. Started out on Monday morning when, Allie, you took the uh, pregnancy test on oh the air. Oh, my God. It feels like a lifetime ago It really already. does. And uh, we were hoping, I mean, look, you were hoping for the positive. You uh, were hoping for a negative. I was hoping. Yes, that's right. You could just say what it. A dick. I was, what a dick. I was not hoping. <laughs> Seriously. I'm well, hoping. Klein wanted to know how it would affect him, so he I'm, wanted it to be negative. I'm yeah, hoping. Like, oh, man, the show I, without Allie ticking and all clocks. I, God damn I knew, it, woman. I knew what that would do. For It would be like me, you getting a positive would almost be like me getting another positive, which is very scary. <laughs> so I was rooting for, but I want you to you be You did ha- ask me, I think, two or three times how much time I would be taking off before I even took this. Yeah, all right. <laughs> So what's wrong with that? So how much time are you taking off this time? Uh, like a couple weeks? Or? <laughs> Listen, uh, 2023, 2024, it's all yeah. about equal rights. And then he said, like, you took like six months off the first yeah, time, right? I'm like, and it was no, only I like didn't. a couple of months. I'm like, I took five weeks, and that was way too little. Then you took a day. And then I had to take extra time. Listen, Omar knows. When my second kid was born, Allie. Went to the hospital. Made a little this appearance. I took a, yeah, I, totally. I, wa- I waved. I took a picture. I got right back to K-Rock. <laughs> it was back on the air. <laughs> I, I told my wife, I said, we got to pick this hospital that's close to K-Rock, so I only have to leave for 15 minutes. Mm. And uh, I went to a hospital one mile from this building for but that exact reason. look at you reason. now. Your marriage and children thriving. are thriving. Everyone's thriving yeah. in my house. Yeah, totally worth wearing capes, all that. Your yeah. kids are singing no, songs about sex. penis pasta. So it's great. It's all going well. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it started very emotional. Let's end the week on, an up, on a positive note. Let's not talk about it. Ali's pregnancy woes. Right? Got it. Glad you said woes. Come on, boys to men. <laughs> so unnecessary. I do want my baby back. <laughs> it's just, does it? All right. You're rubbing it in now. It's unnecessary. That was so poorly planned. <laughs> What a setup for that dumb song. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, take a quick break. Be back in a moment. 100 bucks of Alex's money can be yours. Call now if you'd like to join us. Uh, and all anyway, have- take her money. Take her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
<laughs> we've, already, we've already taken her spirit this week. Now let's take her money. 800-520-1067. It's a Pick Your Poison Friday. We'll be back with that in a moment here at K-Rock. <laughs> it's always great when we can turn your morning into a payday. We do it every day of the week. At least a chance for you to get 100 bucks of Ali's money no matter who you battle. On a Friday, it's a Pick Your Poison Friday, which means you can go against anyone here in the building right now. Not a lot of people here as we are on the eve of a big holiday uh, whatever, the uh, giant escape from L.A. so people can return to their homes and eat turkey together. You know, I also noticed that people are beginning to use this parking garage as, like, their airport parking. Yeah, they are. <laughs> a lot of storage here. There are a lot of cars that I don't usually see during the week that are parked here, and then the same ones are there when I get here at whatever god ungodly hour we arrive, yeah. and I'm like, Let's this person... Huh? Let's get them towed. Well, yeah, let's we, get them towed. What we should do is just start uh, stealing catalytic converters and selling them. Because oh, apparently sweet. there's a lot Good of money news. in that. All right, so here's how it works. 100 bucks. Allie's money is up for grabs. And all you have to do is answer five questions uh, better than she can. And we will uh, give you the money. You can battle Omar today. You can take on Jake the Nerd. Go against Vanessa, Postmaster Johnny. It's all up for grabs in this exciting Friday edition of Allie Knows the News. Win $100 so you can buy booze. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. This is my favorite new DIY theme song we received in a while. Listen. Jake's man boo, oh, no. frost Connor Hold on, that's not it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on that's the Jake boobs one. That's, 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 I played the wrong one. Stupid me. I'm already checked out for the holiday. Hold on. Me, your body is here, but this, your soul is yeah, not. Yeah, this is it. This is the new theme song inspired by Allie for Allie Knows the News. <laughs> Let's find out if Allie Knows the News. A little Bacar version of Allie yeah. Knows the News. Strong, very yeah. strong. I didn't know that would live on. It's, it can't be killed oh, for some so reason. Alive. Gina, how goes it? Hi, good morning. Good morning. You'd like a shot at 100 bucks of easy money? Sure. All right, who do you want to battle on the show? You want to take on Jake the Nerd? You want to take on Allie? Keep it old school? Go against Omar, Johnny, Vanessa? Choice is yours. A pick your poison Friday. Let's do Omar. Okay. okay. Oh, Omar. Hey, remember, Omar, if you throw this, Allie... Omar, Allie, I had a bad week. Please please Allie, just take this seriously. If you don't answer these questions correctly, Allie will be forced to pay Gina $100 of her right. money. Okay, just making sure. Let's go ahead and sequester Omar away. Gina, your questions start right now. Allie knows the news. Snoop Dogg made a shocking announcement that he will officially be giving up what... Weed. Question number two. <laughs> this former inmate slash celebrity chef has canceled her Thanksgiving dinner because she says she's over it. Martha. Question number three. The Oakland A's have officially been approved to move the team to which city? I have no idea. So we're going to go with Kansas. Kansas. They need a baseball team. That's the city sure. of Kansas. That's right. Um, this, event yeah, start, this event starts today, runs through pretty much most of next week at the L.A. Convention Center. It's a big deal. Oh, the L.A. Car Show? And finally, oh. Governor Newsom has changed his estimation and now says the 10 freeway will open when? Uh, Tuesday, I think you said. All right. You did decent, Gina. Wow. Let's see how Omar does. Uh, Allie, you nervous? Uh, yeah. All right. She got a lot of them right. Let's find out. Uh, let me bring Omar back. We'll score it together. Uh, Omar Khan back in the mix right now. Here we hello, go. Hello, hello. All right. 
Omar, Don't it up, Omar. Here are your questions. Omar, question number one. Snoop Dogg huh. made a shocking announcement that he is officially giving up what? Interesting. What could uh, Snoop Dogg <laughs> God damn it. Give up? Answer the question, Omar. Let's see. I know he wears a lot of bling all the time. He's always wearing sunglasses. <laughs> you think he's going to give that up, maybe? He's not going to give up sunglasses. Interesting. Need an answer. Uh, Need an answer. Don't help uh, him, Allie. Uh, okay. Uh, weed. Him. Uh, weed. Oh. He he did say he's giving up smoking weed. I'll give you guys. He both just said smoke. Smoke, but that's what people are taking that to mean. So I will give you both the point on that, even though it's. I think it's. He's still gonna eat. Question number two: This former inmate slash celebrity chef has canceled her Thanksgiving dinner because she's quote over it. Inmate celebrity chef. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, was uh, that Frosty Tip guy ever in jail? Do you know, Klein? Uh, guy Fieri? Let's see. Maybe. Uh, I can't maybe tell he you. Was in jail. He looks like the jail type. Uh, he got hit. Oh, I, did say, I did say oh. her. I did say her in the question. But oh, her. Uh, Rachel Ray was... I hate that bitch, but uh, I wonder if she was ever in Who's jail. Who's ever said that about Rachel Ray? She's so lovely. Oh, you guys don't know that about me? I wrote a whole song and everything about her. Oh, really? Her that so you much. hate her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. It was a terrible song. But Need yeah, an answer, Omar. Clock, Clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Martha Stewart. Thank that's God. Correct. All right, that's correct. You know, uh, she said that as well. You guys are tied up 2-2. By the way, my theory, my theory, as you know, Martha and Snoop are always connected. Yeah, they, they both make, like, announcements. So they both make right? announcements. They're quitting something. I have a feeling that there will There's be gonna some. There's going to be some Thanksgiving uh, edible thing. You know yeah. what? This is sus, as the kids Be would say. Very that's sus. True. Very sus. <laughs> And I don't believe it, but the media has picked it up like wildfire. And they're like, oh, Snoop quit weed, and Martha's quitting Thanksgiving. And trust me when I say, Monday, there's going to be some big Snoop Martha deep turkey deep yeah. fryer or something that's going right. to hit the market. All right, we got a question number three. Oakland A's, I know you love baseball. Yeah, have, uh, a huge sports guy here. Uh, officially been approved to move to what U.S. city? Uh, who would want the Oakland A's, man? <laughs> no one. <laughs> Not Oakland. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I do know. I did uh, read about this because uh, the new stadium built in Vegas is like an insane wow. uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. She said Kansas. Omar said Vegas. Correct answer is Vegas. You're gonna follow in the Raiders' footsteps, right to Vegas. Uh, Omar goes up one with two questions left. Here we go. Hundred bucks up for grabs. This event starts today and rolls pretty much through most of next week at the L.A. Convention Center. It's a big one. <laughs> are you guys doing that boga, that thing, the L.A. Comic Con thing or whatever? Where you guys are going to nerd it up for a weekend? Is that, <laughs> that's is that not weekend? this weekend. Is that, I'd be really is worried that, if that, that was guess? happening. Is that your guess, Omar? Uh, that's my guess. Oh, that is wrong. We are doing that, but that's not until December 1st. Uh, this ah. is the L.A. Car show, the LA Auto Show. Yeah, I believe. Oh, I thought that, right. that was usually in January. No, it starts today, and she got what? that right, by the way. So now it's all tied up. Ah! Going into this final question, doesn't get much more exciting than this. Allie's money's on the line. Omar Governor Newsom says the 10 freeway will now open when he has uh, adjusted his estimate and is saying it will now open when. Uh, this was everywhere uh, Tuesday, which seems a little super early because originally it was like five weeks, wasn't I know. it? It's crazy I know. how they it's do that. It's definitely too soon. All right. Yeah. Well, guess what? She said Tuesday as well. That's a complete tie, unfortunately. God, I should, we should pay you anyway. I mean, ties go yes. to the house, but I feel like we should try to pay her. It's Allie's money. Why are you saying we? Yeah. Allie, Allie, she. I feel like we should pay her. Allie should pay her is the way I look at this. Oh, my God. Fine. Uh, wow. Look at you. 
Allie's paying a tie. Unbelievable. Buy a turkey or something, damn it. Hey, uh, Gina, what do you say now, huh? What a round that was. That's super cool. I had no idea I'd have a chance at that. There you go. Enjoy it. Speaking of that L.A. uh, auto show, thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. Uh, Bo Bachman, friend of K-Rock, knows a lot about cars. going to be on with us in a second to break down what we can expect. And when will you get flying cars? The details next. All right, thanks, Green Day. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show on a Friday morning. Lots to get to today. Two songs will score you tickets to the sold-out Almost Acoustic Christmas. One of those songs, the first one you need to listen for. It'll happen at any moment. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soul to Squeeze. Hear that song, call us up, 800-520-1067, and immediately get yourself uh, the tickets you're after. Then we got another song we'll play at some point this morning. There is a uh, car show, an auto show, that is happening starting today at the L.A. uh, Convention Center. It's the L.A. Auto Show. I'm looking at some of the cars that are going to be debuting, and I I really got lost in thought over the new Subaru Forester. So sexy. It's going to be in the lesbian wing of the auto show. You can find Allie there. It's a good wing. It's It's a bulky wing. Sturdy wing. Very big wing. The girthiest (laughs) of the wings. Uh, they got lots of stuff happening there, and I'm always excited about the technology. I'm a sucker for that stuff, and uh, there's so many rumors about things that we've been waiting for, things we've been promised. We're too dumb to talk about it, so we bring back on K-Rock, friend of the station for some time, uh, the great Bo Bachman. Hey, Bo! Klein, how you doing? It's a pleasure to chat with you. I've listened to you for years and years and years. You're an automotive expert. Of course, people know you. You know, your day job, president of Galpin Motors, etc. But the reality is, Bo Bachman is the man that knows everything there is to know about cars. And the L.A. Auto Show is back, and you are the guy that we want to hear. What are the trends we can look forward to? Oh, man, there's a lot of fun things that are coming to the L.A. Auto Show. I think it's going to be a great one. Uh, there's several debuts. Genesis, Hyundai, they're bringing in some uh, concept cars. Uh, but in our area, which is the, the Galpin Hall, we got some really amazing uh, debuts that haven't been seen in, in L.A. Lotus, actually, which is a brand that kind of disappeared for years, they've got an amazing electric crossover that is just going to blow people's minds. Should well, be fun. Have you been to the uh, Have you been to the LA Auto Show lately? I haven't. I really want to go this year and check it out. Allie. because I, I mean, even seeing some of the pictures of some of the previous ones, it looks really impressive. And I know you're the expert and I'm not, but... But tell me if this theory is correct, because what I notice on the road is that uh-huh. the nicer the car, the less of a door handle they have. Like the old cars, oh. they have like a big handle, you know, it's all clunky. And like the new ones, it's like an invisible door handle and you have to use like some crazy powers to make it appear in front of you. Oh my gosh, that is such an amazing observation. How did I miss this my entire life? See, Bo? Uh, but you're right. I think Tesla kind of started with a whole thing where, you know, when you come up and the door handle actually comes out and everything, you know, like super slick. But you're right, like Aston Martin, it's all flush and fancy. Um, and, uh, you know, if it's uh, you know less expensive car, you're right. It's just a big gobbin handle that you grab onto. So, yeah, good one. Allie's old car used to have doorknobs on it. That's how crappy it was. Yeah. Real, real, <laughs> like knockers and everything. You know, it's interesting. It's like the better the car, like Ali pointed out, it's almost like you can't get into it. That's why yeah. it stays so nice. You just it's look a, at it and go, oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't figure out how <laughs> to even access it. Keep everyone else out, you know. Uh, uh, there's so many cool trends. We were thinking because you are the guy that can actually make things happen. I mean, you've uh, you've picked yeah. rides before. You're, you just created this actually really cool uh, Ford Bronco for Imagine Dragons. Really yeah, that's cool. going to be down there. Oh, it's going to be on display at the show? Yeah. We'll oh. have it in our, in our area. It's going to be rad. Why have we not yet figured out a better way to incorporate eating into the cars while driving? Like, why do no cars have a hibachi built into the car or a panini maker, like, uh, where the console also can make you a nice press sandwich? Or even just a, a cup holder yeah, and a burrito the, the, holder. This- 
this is really important because th- this is technology that we lost years ago mm-hmm. uh, because they used to have things like hot dog warmers that you could get as an accessory for your car. You could even warm the buns in there. Really? Uh, they even what? had coffee makers back in the day that you could install into your dash. And, you know, now because of things like safety, you can't have, like, you know, oh. boiling water on your dash for some reason. Huh. Um, but we have an uh, automotive enthusiast website called The Autopian, and we did a whole series uh, and video on the worst foods to eat in a car. So we got, we got I think, soup, uh, stew, sloppy joes, and uh, spaghetti. You know, what are, what are the worst things? And how are we going to overcome this? I don't know what it says about me that I've had all the foods that you listed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while driving that in was, my car. That was, Ali's bre- that was her breakfast <laughs> was this like, morning. Oh, okay. Everything you mentioned. That's amazing. Um, yeah. we, how far away, as an expert, how far away do you think we are from actual flying cars? Because that's when we start getting in oh. real, you know, fifth element territory where we can just rise above the freeways and really beat the traffic. Yes. Okay, so this is this is really important. It is always two years away, no matter what the date. <laughs> since 1974, now believe it or not, we were involved in a flying car company. Now we didn't build it or do any of that, but we painted it, and we were going to be actually a distributor and a car dealer for flying cars in the 70s. Believe it or not, and it was a flying Pinto. But today, there is actually technology that might make it happen. Um, even companies like Hyundai. Uh, the, the the parent company of Volvo uh, is in, involved in a, a flying car company, and now they're you know rather than just doing you know traditionally what would be you know basically a, a driving plane now because of the uh, the hovering technology and things like that, we may actually get cars that can hover off the ground and wow. take off and fly, and with AI and computers and everything, it's actually becoming. Um, possible. It's not that far away. I, I think we'll have flying cars before we have driverless cars. That's that's my guess. Wow. So we can quote Bob Bachman Fully driverless, yeah. saying uh, two years away and then in two years we will replay that quote him saying two yes. years away. Right. That's right. The flying and a year from now it'll still be two years, two years away, away but maybe someday the, it'll happen. The LA Auto Show taking place the 17th through the 26th LA Convention Center. Of course you got relatives in town for Thanksgiving need something to do with them. What a great opportunity you go. You can sit in a lot of the cars you can play with the cars. We, there's always these theories, and we hear this on the show all the time, that certain drivers of certain cars are the worst drivers, or they're the rudest people. They say BMW yeah. drivers, they're the rudest, or whatever. There's a whole breed of people called the Tesla a-holes, right? Who do you, you're a car expert, who do you believe reigns supreme in the world of, uh, if you're going to judge a person based on the car they drive, most likely to be the biggest a-hole? Well, I don't like to judge or call people a-holes because I'm probably one myself when I drive. Cause <laughs> I, like, I like to drive a little fast sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But you call, I, I think the most aggressive drivers, let's put it that way, typically I notice they're BMW. Now, that's mm. not to, you know, say it's one type or another because you see everything out there, but you see a little bit of that. Sometimes the car turns the person into an a-hole. Like- oh, 100%. We have a Porsche dealership. Whenever I take a Porsche out, I'm a complete a-hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> No, it's too fun. Bo Bachman back on K-Rock, president of Galpin Motors. The L.A. Convention Center, it is one of the world's largest auto shows, and uh, Bo will be there as well. Need we say more? I think not. Bo, thanks, man. Thanks Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Sally. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Have a good one. If you need us, we're here for you at 800-520-1067. What's going on in the world? Let's learn together. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. I already forgot what we were talking about. They're shouting it from the heavens. They're proud. They're flexing. The city has announced that the 10 freeway will reopen sooner than expected. It was originally supposed to be three to five weeks. Everyone prepared for the Carmageddon that was to follow. 
Then they announced that all lanes will reopen. As uh, They said Tuesday, but they said it could even be as soon as this weekend, Sunday night. And Gavin Newsom was up there. He's thanking all the carpenters and the cement masons and all the hardworking people who have um, made this possible. But do we feel like this is a little too too quick of a patch job? Yes. Because I know when the vaccine came out, there were people who were like, no, it's too soon. I don't, I don't trust it, you know, and, I, and that's a whole separate thing. But with this... I feel like three to five weeks already seemed. I was like, man, they're going to fix it that quick. I have one question. Do they use duct tape? I think the hardworking cement masons would take offense to that. But the answer is... Duct tape, man. Yeah, you need need duct tape. If duct tape's being used as the main ingredient, I feel okay driving on top of that bridge again. (laughs) Thank you. If there's no duct tape being used, uh, I would like... It's iffy. Yeah, very iffy. Take your chances. When they do some of these fixes, you can tell when they are... in are trying and when they're not trying. Like, you know, sometimes the road is all the same. It's all pa- it's all paved all the same. Everyone looks everything's looks all uniform and it's like you're driving on a brand new road and then sometimes it's just like you could see the new concrete next to the old concrete and then you have that weird like oil train around uh-huh. it and you're like, "Uh, this looks like crap, yeah, but it's could- probably safe. It's just not as pretty." Every time I drive home, I can tell exactly at what point in my drive they took a lunch break and never came back. Yep. Right here. Exactly. Right here. You're like, someone spent 15 minutes on this. Yeah. Look, those guys work hard. But they said they even... They lunch hard. They lunch harder. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) I mean, I I imagine this is difficult. They spent, like, days just getting rid of all the debris and stuff. But I I wonder if it, like, all right, there's a chunk missing from this concrete. Let's just kind of, like, shellac some spackle on it, fill it in, and then we're done. You know, I'm sure they have to reinforce it somehow to make it safe. You know what they should have brought in? They should have brought in those teams from all those uh, stupid TV shows where they fix up a house in 30 minutes and they, like, redo oh, the whole flip thing. flip that freeway. Oh, like we should Ty do Pennington it. Pennington yeah, something. they should have brought in Ty Pennington. <laughs> we'll flip that freeway. Right? This, used to be a, this used to be a boring pillar. And now it's a fish tank. And it has Whoa! a billiards table guys are able to do everything. It's that is true. And then you have to have a couple that's like, oh, my daughter is going to be so happy about this. She's always wanted to drive on this freeway. Move that house. That's right. That's what they said. Thank you, Mr. T. All right. Outcast hasn't come out with new music in 17 years. Hey, y'all, though, that's a song that's timeless. You still hear it on K-Rock to this day. And finally, after all this time, we are getting new music. From half of Outcast, Andre 3000's new album comes out today. It's called New Blue Moon, and it's described as a collection of woodwind flute compositions. Ooh. I think it's New Blue Sun. Oh, New Blue Sun. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. I auto-filled to moon because uh, I'm a moon goddess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's a super talented guy, and he talked in a recent interview about Outcast's Coachella set from back in 2014, which was the first time they'd performed in like 10 to 15 years, and he admitted in the interview that his set was trash. I ain't been on stage in damn near 15, 20 years. So it was like, it was odd for me. You know, there's new technologies like earbuds and shit. Like I'd never used earbuds in my life. Like yeah. I got people in my ear talking and shit. It's like, what the hell is going on? So halfway through the show, I was already checked out. It was a bomb night. It was horrible. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. That's got crazy. Big, it big... takes a lot of balls though to admit that your set yeah. sucked. Did uh, I, I forget that that uh, that year at Coachella? But was that a year that they like? Did people universally say they were bad? Did, was that like the I vibe? I don't know, but or? he said that I think the vibe was not good because I guess he said that Prince called him after this oh. and was like, "Hey, 
you guys don't even realize how big you are. So you need to remind people of that. Mm. Like, and I think it was kind of a reset for them. And ever since then, Andre Three Thousand's been like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta get back in the game." Basically. Um, What's the so- name of the album again, Alan? True, true blue moon. No, false. <laughs> Wrong again. Sun moon. Wolf. That's you know, it. Do you know the name of it? It's called New Blue Sun. There you go. Is that true? Is that right? No. <laughs> Failed again. All right. Since we're getting close to the end of the year, the projected trends of 2024 lists are already coming out, and there's a new dating trend that has been predicted by Bumble. In 2024, they predict that it will be the revival of the age gap relationship. People are caring less and less about the age of a person when they're dating and those rules. Thank you. I'm another trendsetter. Here I am. Minor. Trendsetting again. A dog consenting adult. We don't know. It doesn't matter. We were both minors when we met Allie. I was a minor. She was a minor. Those rules like, you know, half your age plus seven are going totally out the window. And it's not just older guys that are dating younger women like Klein. It's more women (laughs) dating younger men. Thank you. (laughs) But if you think about it, L.A. has been like the epicenter of the age gap relationship since the beginning. So if anyone needs age gap relationship advice, this is where you should come. This is... uh, And then come again. We invented it. We popularized it. Other states, other places may try to steal it from us, but we do it better than anyone. We're all 29 forever. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio's here. He's ready to date check. You're 20. He needs at least a two-decade age gap. He's not interested. Yeah. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. That is so true, especially if you're getting the hell out of town or you're starting to break, whatever the case may be. We will be around for at least a few more days here at K-Rock into next week because we got to announce the winner for America's Weirdest Relative. And today's your final day for open nominees. In fact, uh, Ali, there's been some calls about some of the nominees that we've already received for America's Weirdest Relative, and maybe it's yours, and today is your last chance to nominate them. Let us know why you believe in your family tree. As always, you do that 23andMe, you'll find out somewhere you got some of that weird DNA. Which relative is it? Will you see them uh, in less than a week for Thanksgiving dinner? Why are they the weirdest? We'll take those calls coming up a little bit later this morning, but take a listen to this. Hi, Klein Ellie. I'm not drunk, but I love you. I drive an hour each way from to soon from work, and I listen to your whole podcast every single day. Love show over time. Um, but I was thinking you had a lady on for the weirdest relatives, and she had an old uncle, and only half of his body worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a great idea for Allie's next pool competition. Let me know what you think. Love you. Bye. That's a great idea. Let me know what you think. Allie went from playing one-armed Gary in pool to now someone's uncle that only half his body works. I bet he'll be great. Yeah, no problem taking Gary's money. I'd love to see you go uh, toe-to-toe with that guy. Klein, you misunderstand. It's that if they want to challenge me to a game of pool, I'm going to treat them the same as everybody else. Right. It's equality. Would you battle an able-bodied person in pool, or are you only taking on handicapped uh, challengers? The less limbs, the better, but I'll take on anyone. (laughs) All right, pull that clip. Uh, Anyway, we got a good hour planned for you today, and uh, you will hear some chili peppers at some point between now and 8 a.m., and that will be your ticket into the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Hey, Rick, at 800-520-1067, good morning. Morning. What's up, dude? Nothing. I just uh, heard you guys talking about the 10 freeway and how quick it's reopening. And? Are you on it right now? Are you the first car to drive upon the bridge? It just collapsed again. (laughs) 
I'm staying home. I'm scared. Oh, you are. Okay. Do you work yeah, in construction or no. something? Excuse me? Do you work in construction or something? Uh, yeah. Okay, so thank you for the call. What, they did, what, they've, what they've done right now is they've shored it all up with steel so they can continue to work on it for the next, I don't know, probably six months or so until they get it completely repaired. But it's being held up all by those I-beams. Oh, so they just put a bunch of steel in it, and then they open it up, and then they're going to be working on it, like, way longer mm-hmm. than... Exactly. They got it all short. If you look at footage on the news, they got it all short up with I-beams underneath to stabilize it, and then they can continue to work on the underneath side so of it. So the cars it. will be driving around up top while they're working on the undercarriage. That sounds scary. Still. Hey. But those Listen. beams look strong. Once again, I don't... I don't know crap about construction. I, I don't... Choose to use Allie's cankles instead. Oh. I'll hold it up. Allie will go For right six there. months while you work on it. I'm the thing fixed by noon today. Uh, we'll get into a little Johnny Doesn't Know action coming up shortly. Also, we have a real live travel expert joining us today for a live Pick Your Patience. We'll get to that later. Friday morning. If you need us, we're here at 800-520-1067. Some people are heading out of town. I'm checking the text line. Guys, I'm going to be in the car for the next six hours. Look forward to listening to you until the signal cuts out. Well, that won't take long. But you can also follow along on the Odyssey app. Blah, blah, blah. Corporate chill, corporate chill. Hey, uh, do you think I'm a pervert? And I, I don't say that in the same way you are, Allie, because you're a real pervert in the sense that you will actually uh, go around peeping in people's windows. I'm not intentionally peeping. It's just a crime of opportunity. You see a window open and you want to see what's going on. It's not always sex stuff. Sometimes it's couples fighting. Last night I was uh, watching that uh, Thursday night football game. Uh, oh, man. I know, right? Lame. Lame. Thank you. And uh, and the reality is that more often than not, and I think we've talked about this before, we wake up really early for this job. If you're up now driving around, you're probably up early for whatever it is you do. And it's very difficult for me to, if, if we get on the couch around nine to start watching a show, there's a good chance by nine. Wow, you start a show at nine? Start a show at nine. That's a terrible idea. Well. That's too late. Well, They're going to fall asleep. Listen, by 9.05, I'm pretty much passed out <laughs> every night. Yeah. I don't get far into shows. If we don't put something on by 8, I'm like done. Sometimes, I'm like, I forget it. on some of the streamers that have forced me to watch a commercial first, I am asleep before the commercials <laughs> even end and before the show has even begun. PG&E. There, it's very difficult for me to even get to the show. But the last few nights, I have stayed up every single night. And I was telling my wife, I said, hey. Because she said to me, you know, it's really annoying. You want to watch these shows. You pick them because, you know, she's that whole, I don't care. What do you want to watch person? And she goes, then you fall asleep within five minutes. And I'm stuck watching some show I don't care about. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, so we're watching the show now. And I told her. Well, wait, before you move on, do you have to then resume where you were at? No, or I, you can pick up in the I middle? I don't care. Okay. I just realized. So I like just, she can watch the whole episode and you can just pick up with episode two. Yeah, but two she doesn't. But she night. takes her phone out. That's her. Her watching a show is sitting there scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm shocked her finger doesn't fly off. Dude, the fact that, that drives me effing crazy, the, the, by the way. The amount of scrolling that goes on. You know, it's like. No, I, I'm like, I don't want to watch it. If you're not going to watch it and you're going to be on your phone, I don't want to watch it with you. Forget See, that, it. That, that's a weird... I, I understand that psychology. I think that a lot of people deal with that. But also, why should it bother you? Like, if you're enjoying because it... Because then she... Kate, if Katie does that, she'll ask me questions. Oh, uh, so she'll pop up every couple And she's couple like, why did that guy kill him? And I'm like, are you? were you there 30 yeah. seconds ago? Yeah, sorry. I'm not going to catch you up in the middle of your text conversation. So she'll scroll, I'll sleep, and then the show will have ended and it'll say, you know, at the end... Because we do feel like we've accomplished something when you make it to the end of a show, even though you've really done nothing. 
nothing. When those credits roll, yeah, you're like, yeah! yeah! Yeah, it's like, we did it! And then it's like, and then literally you could ask us any question about the show, neither of us would answer, even like, who's the main character? We'd go like, I don't know. <laughs> I was sleeping, she was scrolling. But the last few nights, I have stayed awake every night. And I said, hey, aren't you proud of me? You said this was a big uh, thing. You wanted me to stay up watch the show. She said, no, the only reason you're staying up watching the show is because there's sex in every episode. Oh. And well, I, that is a... That is a draw for you. It's a draw for everyone. But it's uh, some show called uh, The Girlfriend Experience. It's some, some show called Bait Bus. It's called Bait Bus. <laughs> uh, there's a bus. It's a travel show, Allie. I love travel shows. And they get a bus and they uh, bait people on it. And then, you know. Uh, you know, some sexy time So, um, And I said to her, that's not why I'm staying up. I said, you said it was important to you, so now I'm staying up. What show is it? It's called The Girlfriend Experience, I believe. I think that's the name of it. And it's a, it's like a show. Oh, Jesus! I shouldn't have said this. It's actually about whores, but it's about, it's about <laughs> prostitution. Of course, it is. It's about prostitution. Well, it's not about that. It's about. <laughs> it's not about whores. It's about prostitution. To be honest, I don't okay, even... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not about prostitution. It's about sex workers. They, but the point is this: I said to her, "It's not. It's not why I'm staying awake. I'm staying awake because uh -huh. it's a decent show. It's caught my attention. Now, the fact that there is a nudity scene every you know seven minutes doesn't hurt, but." She said to me yesterday, all right, let's prove, let, I want to prove the theory. So she goes, let's turn it off and put on a different show that has no nudity to see if I could stay oh, away. Oh, man, what'd she uh -oh. put on? She put on some dumb Succession? documentary <laughs> on um, Netflix called Two Towers or something. Some, oh, that sounds promising. It was like a doc, <laughs> and, I, and I could, within four seconds of that thing going on, I could feel my eyes getting real heavy. <laughs> and you're like, come on, stay away. And I was like, just stay, stay up, man. <laughs> I can't let her be right here. And, uh... And I was so close. Luckily, I was so I was about to be asleep, and I hear her go, "Ah, this is kind of boring. Let's let's go back to the other one." And I was you're like, like, "Oh, oh thank yay. God, wide awake again." Well, she's probably right. What's no. the last show you stayed awake for besides that one? Then it uh, is Dallas. It was another good topical reference, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a forty-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> K Rock Clown Alex Show. Thanks, Radiohead. If you'd like to join us. For a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know Thanksgiving, call now, 800-520-1067. Got some questions about things. I would say these are questions that uh, even a child could answer. And Postmaster Johnny is not too far away from being a child. He uh, doesn't know a lot, though, about a lot of things. It's very interesting what things he knows a lot about and what things he knows nothing about. Dude, when we uh, a while back when we had those reptiles and spiders and stuff in the studio for Face Your Fears... Um, Johnny was not clear about how many legs spiders have. Yeah, he said they have 16 or something. Or like, At nah, one point dude. he said six. He was like, nah, they got six. He's like, it's six or 16. We're like, it's eight, Johnny. <laughs> Everyone knows that. He's like, no, nope, pretty sure not. And then he started trying to count the legs on the pretty spider. Pretty sure not. Pretty sure not. He, he's very confident about what things he doesn't know. Uh, this could uh, score you a prize from us at K-Rock and more importantly, bragging rights. It's time for Johnny Doesn't Know. Hit it! Hey. Johnny doesn't know. And I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny doesn't know. Oh. I didn't know Vegas was like in bad for like a while. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny doesn't know. Gelato sounds like jello. Johnny doesn't know. It like goes wiggles. First question, what is gelato? You think uh, Johnny will know, Allie? No, and I know we've asked him multiple times. Johnny, what is gelato? It's ice cream. 
That mic's not working. You're in the wrong mic, dude. Get on blue. Where are you going on that one? Oh, Come on. Right. It was right in front of me. Okay. Are you a rookie, dude? It's ice cream. Ice there you cream. go. Ice cream. Third time's a charm. You finally got it. All right, Johnny, we got some questions here all about Thanksgiving. Do you usually do a traditional kind of Thanksgiving with family, or how do you usually do Thanksgiving? Yeah, we usually go to the Thanksgiving uh, to the Thousand Oaks Mall after dinner to go watch the Black Friday fights. Oh, cool. Oh. Yeah. Nothing more traditional than <laughs> that. That's traditional. You don't buy anything? You just watch the people fight and brawl? Yeah. Cool. It's do good. you do a traditional Thanksgiving dinner with turkey and mashed potatoes and everything? Yeah. Turkey, mashed potatoes, no mac and cheese, though. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. But no. Here we go. We got questions. These are things that an average person should know, but will Johnny? We'll start in Riverside. We'll make our way up and down these phones, and all you have to do, you don't need the answer. You just got to predict, will Johnny know? The first question for Postmaster Johnny. Let me say hi to... Uh, Janet, you ready to play this? Yes, already. Good morning. All right, the question for Johnny, first one out of the gate, is what department store puts on the annual Thanksgiving Day Parade? Will he know this? Um, I'm going to go with yes. Mm, you're going to regret that. Johnny, it's Ladies a tradition. always believe in Johnny. been a tradition for millions of years, I feel like. Which department store puts on the annual Thanksgiving Day Parade? Parade. She says you will know. I know it's the red store. <laughs> the red one with the red logo. But I do, it's stuck between JCPenney's and Macy's. But I know it's one of those red stores. It's the red store? You know how they're going to be a Target. The, the red, red logo? No, not Target. It's like those fancy stores. But Macy's sounds more fancy to hold a parade than JCPenney's. So you're going Macy's? I think Macy's. The Johnny red did know. Whoa! I can't believe it. Store. The Red Store. Hold on one second. I wish they would just refer to it as the Red Store. The 87th Annual Red Store Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> they will uh, Janet got hers right. Hold on, Janet. Johnny, I can't believe you stumbled into that. I wasn't Me too. Sure, I wasn't sure you'd get that one. Same. Johnny doesn't know. Thanksgiving edition. By the way, I love that you called JCPenney a fancy store. It was one of the two. I knew they're pretty fancy for something. Uh, Johnny... What three animals make up a turducken? Don't answer yet. Uh, John and Hawthorne, will Johnny know this? Oh, man, he does not know crap. <laughs> with that, that, that is true. Yeah, I do think he's going to know this one. All right, Whoa. he thinks you're going to know this. Johnny, what three animals make up a turducken? Do I have to name all the three animals, or do I just guess That's what the food is? That's literally what he's asking. That is that is that is the actual question. But is it that is it one dish? You have to name them like Tom and and Stan. You, you don't have to give them first names. But what are the three animals? Yes, that make up a turducken. I'm hearing duck in the middle, but nobody's eating duck on on uh, Thanksgiving. But turducken is duck, duckin. Chicken. Are you saying duck and duckin is two separate animals? I'm so lost right now. I'm just making <laughs> up animals without what I'm hearing. One, so you, you, I mean, how many duck, legs does a duckin have? Duck has two. You're saying, okay, duck and then duckin? It's a duck, it? and then you're saying that Ken sounds like chicken. Duck and chicken are the two animals. I don't know what trick is, or would you say the first animal was? Need an answer, because it's uh, three, three animals that make up a turducken. <sighs> Trees? Trees. Trees is a good guess. Trees. I don't know. I'm stumped. I got two out of the three. Two out of three is good. You right? really don't have a third. You can't give me a third animal. One animal. Do you eat this on Thanksgiving? That's that's when the, the whole point of the question. But it's not turkey though, because turkey's turkey, and this is tree ducking. Oh man! Wow, I don't really know. This game kind of makes you rethink all of life. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what anything is anymore. Because you guys are so specific on what the answer is, and it's like it can't be turkey because turkey's turk. It'd be a turk duckin' if it was a turkey. <laughs> Not a trick duckin'. 
You said he didn't tree say ducking. trick ducking. I said turducken from the very beginning. <laughs> you said tree donkey. No, no. <laughs> tree ducking. I heard you. I heard you. Do you think there's a donkey involved now? I don't know. Now we're just naming. I don't know. What's the real answer? Get, you're not. You got this guy. We, this guy's got. I a, just said turkey. The, oh, so you're saying turkey? Yeah, turkey. But it's what not else? right. The, what turkey, else? duck, because it says turducken, and then chicken. Is it turkey? Wow. Unbelievable. Oh my God. John, I'm exhausted, oh but we God. got there. You, you picked it, and it's unbelievable. You got it right. He's got two for two. This guy could clean sweep the Thanksgiving edition. He's crazy because he's getting the answers right, but somehow still. We feel dumber. Yes. My head hurts right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, all of us. Hurts. Take all the rest of, of the day off after this. Uh, let's say hi to Moses on K Rock. Uh, Moses, welcome to K Rock. Good morning. Good morning. All right, here we go. The next question for Johnny. You don't need the answer. You just need to know if he'll know. The first Thanksgiving dinner took place between these two groups of people. Will Johnny know the answer to this? Oh, he should definitely know this. He should know it. That's that's kind of all questions. He should know. But will he know is the actual question. Uh, he says you will. Johnny, the first Thanksgiving took place between which two groups of people? It was the pilgrims who came off the Mayflower, and it was between, if I'm saying this politically correct, the natives. The natives on the island. On America. On, the, yeah, island. On the island. Yeah. <laughs> on the Man, you were doing so good until you said island. <laughs> Sorry. What, I, like, what which, island is which island Thanksgiving are we on? The California. Okay. The exotic island of California. The Jamaica man. <laughs> Johnny. The natives came here, and they had dinner with the natives. The natives came here and had dinner <laughs> no, with the, the natives? One more time. The pilgrims came off the Mayflower yep. to America, and they had dinner with the natives. Hey, shout out your college real quick. Cal State University Northridge, Seaside, baby. Go. <laughs> they love it. They love it when we do that. They're actually paying us to not mention them during this segment. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's good. Uh, he got his right. Everyone's saying Johnny will know, and Johnny's gotten three for three. Let's it's go. remarkable. I'll give two more people a shot. This has never happened like this before, Allie, where he's gotten these questions right. Yeah. Let's say hi to... I'm uh, really proud of Johnny. I Chad. feel like he's oh. making some improvements. And also, if he's not sure, he's using process of elimination to get there. Right. Chad, in uh, Long Beach, the question for Johnny is, uh, what part of the turkey do people break in order to have good luck happen for them? Uh, will Johnny know the answer to this? I'm going to go with yes on this one. Okay, people are locked in on it. A lot of confidence you've gotten from the audience in recent weeks. Johnny, what part of the turkey do people break in order to get good luck to happen to them? It's the leg, right? Because you break the leg off the body and you just eat the turkey leg. <laughs> like at Disneyland, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you like they break off the leg, nobody eats a whole turkey body at Disney. It's the turkey leg. Man, I would love it if they did that. That's like just isn't give that you a whole turkey body on a stick, right? Chad, uh, Chad, do you feel bad about going with Johnny on this one? Yeah, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling doubtful on this one now. Yeah, yeah, you should have changed. Is that really what you're going to go? Is that not right? No, that's not right. That's what are you not. breaking? The wishbone. Where the hell is that at? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't now you're know. Just making stuff Where up. Where is it? The wishbone is, is, I don't know, it's like the clavicle or something. Sometimes somewhere inside the turkey, you, you take it out, you, people break it and make a wish come true. It's what like shape a, do you think the wishbone is? It's got like a stick or something. Well, that's what a bone looks like. But where do you find it, though? Nobody pulls that out. Is yes, that they inside? Do. Yeah, yes, they pull they it do. out, it's and then you, you, each one of you holds each uh, aside, and then you pull, and whoever gets the bigger half of the wishbone gets their wish. Oh, now both of you get their wish because no, there's two pieces. There's two pieces. You got to break the good piece. Oh, That's geez. like a tradition. I don't know. I didn't people know that. do. Yeah, I thought you would have known. Final question. 
Charles, we'll give you a shot at this one. Uh, Charles, here we go. This is Johnny Doesn't Know, Thanksgiving edition. He's gotten most of them kind of right, except for the last one. Um... Uh, <laughs> There's no way he'll know that thing in the middle of the table, the centerpiece that's full of all the fruit and stuff. Alan. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and oh, you know what? No. I, I no, don't think he'll know the word. And, Clint, I don't think you'd be able to spell that word. I couldn't spell the word for sure. But do you, I think Johnny, it has all the letters in it. Everyone knows the traditional thing I'm talking about. It's usually full of a bunch of fruit and stuff. People see it as a centerpiece at Thanksgiving tables. Uh, what is it called? You can't spell platter? <laughs> the silver tray in the middle? That's no, not platter. What is it? Starts with a C. Uh, the crochet basket? <laughs> you got it. Uh, the cornucopia. What the hell is that? Yeah, see, that's okay, now you guys are making stuff up, dude. Yeah. This is not that's fun. That's right, we're making it up. All right, congratulations. Uh, we'll pick one of you that got yours right, send you some Klein Alley Show stuff. This is K Rock. Sweet debits. On a Friday morning from the world-famous K-Rock, you're going to want to hear about this because there is apparently a league that is taking place right now that I was unaware even existed. It's been happening for a few years now. I think I will become the biggest fan of this activity. And I thought I was going to when we learned about the banana nanners and I was all excited that there was kind of like a... The Savannah oh, Bananas. The, excuse me, the Savannah, Savannah Bananas, whatever they're called. Uh, we follow them on Instagram now. It's a great follow. Yeah, they. Uh, we realized they were doing like uh, what Harlem Globetrotters did for basketball, but for baseball... Got into that, and they came. They had a game at Rancho Cucamonga. We were all excited to go to it. And yeah, then, and their their games are so popular that they do a lottery system to for even tickets. get tickets. Yep. Wow. This this sport that I'm about to tell you about, this team I'm about to tell you about, I think you're gonna like even more than that team. Really? Because there is an entire league of people playing basketball that I did not know existed because they are grandmothers. Oh, this is like an old people's secrets basketball edition? You gotta hear this. They don't miss. More than 400 women nationwide play in the Granny Basketball League. 400 <laughs> women nationwide are in the Granny Basketball League. I didn't even know that was Still a league. not that many, I mean. That's a lot. 400. It's more than the WNBA, I think. <laughs> I can beat them all by myself. Don't, I don't think so. Some of these women can ball. And, and by the way... <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. I think you have to be over a certain age to get in the league. I don't even think you have to be a grandmother. because I. Uh, you I just have to be old enough. Old enough. Yeah, because right. I was thinking, nowadays, I feel like there's some grandmothers that are like 32. Yeah. So right. they shouldn't be able to be in the granny basketball league just because they're technically a grandmother. No, you have to look like a traditional granny. Yeah, and they do. These women do. There's some of them do things you wouldn't believe they do. I didn't oh get my started God. until I was 65, so... But the older, the better. Some of them are like in their 80s, you know, 85. Hey, where'd you go? What? The you so that woman <laughs> started like me. That woman started playing. Hey, where'd you go? When she was sixty-five. <laughs> the other women, some of the stars of the league, like the Jordans, the LeBrons of that league, are in their eighties. Man, people, people think, come out just to see them not fall over, but a lot of them do fall. There's actually a whole part of the story about how that's one of the things that people come for. Are the just rules the screen on a grandma? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of it's a lot of pick and rolls, but no picks needed. They uh, yeah, just but roll. There's some of that, like you know, old man strength. Like there's old granny strength too. Some of them are freaking strong. Well, it, it, they do. Uh, I mean, there are rules. The rules are similar to regular basketball. They're a little bit different. The uniforms and rules are also old school. But you're not supposed to be running. You're not supposed to be jumping. You can only dribble three times. So, <laughs> what the hell? You what kind of game were they playing? You can't run or jump, and you can only dribble three times. How do you even get across the court? Very slowly. <laughs> The games are not high scoring. I want to point that out. 
Uh, and I think they went back to shooting into an old peach basket, like the guy who invented basketball. <laughs> or shooting into a cornucopia. <laughs> yeah, it's really... They have brought the spirit of the game without all of the... You know, if, if regular NBA basketball is too exciting, too high scoring. Right. Maybe this is for you. And... Man, that but, gym probably smells so bad. <laughs> the strength of 40,000 mothballs yeah, hitting you at one time. So much polygrip. Uh, but the reality is that... The reality is that these the stands are packed. Like I'm not all so ki- sterile. All kidding aside, like the stands are full of people, and no one can stand. And no one can stand. That's why they're so full. It's all sitter. No physical contact, and players must pass the ball down the court. Oh, that's all right. Offense is key. <laughs> so is staying on your feet. Now. This is the one issue. Gravity is the best defense we've learned in this game. <laughs> and a lot of the people fall over a lot. Because they're old. But, it but they're act- there to help each other up. It's not like, you know, you've got a life alert situation. You've got a lot of people that are there that are just like, boop, there in, you go. In the game I watched, there was three or four removed by stretcher. No. but You watched an entire game? But they weren't even players. <laughs> they were just friends of players. One said our age isn't as good. So people just fall. And when they do, they don't. Lady, Did she say granny down? I think she, yeah, I think, I think oh, there's a, granny down. There's a woman that has to sit like in one of those chairs, like a lifeguard. She's like the ball boy. And she yells out like granny down. And then she has to be more specific because it's like four down. They don't stay down for long. And then they help her up. Now with knee replacements, I mean, you're pretty good to go. It's like putting on any tire of a car, you know? <laughs> Keep it up, Whoa. guys. You can do it. These grannies <laughs> have games. So there you have it, Allie. What an exciting world that exists that I was unaware of. What a sport. What a new thing for you to bet on, Pine. Oh, God, man. I, I would love to gamble do on this. Do you think if we got the show together and played these grannies in basketball that we'd be able to win? Because I don't think we'd be able to. Um, if it was the all-star grannies, like the best grannies from each team, they would probably beat us. But if we if we have to play by their rules, which is only three dribbles each I'd and prob- no you, running. I'd probably fall more than they would. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they'd be like, and they'd be like, Lizzie down! Lizzie down! Lizzie <laughs> down! All right, let's get to your ADD news. Kick off a brand new hour of the show after that. Uh, the search for America's weirdest relative continues. A lot of people claim they have the weirdest relative. You may think you do. You'll be sitting with them in less than a week for Thanksgiving. But will they be wearing the sash, the ultimate sash that proves that they're the weirdest relative in America? Next week, we get to meet all these relatives that have been nominated. This week, though, and one final day of open nominations. Let me clear out some phone lines before we get to all of that, though, and assume why everyone is on the phone right now because we just heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers. As we say hello to, wow, this is going to change someone's life instantly. Is this Josh? This is Josh. You're caller 20. Oh, my God. I've been doing this all week and finally got in. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Was that every bit as magical as you thought it would be? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see Chili Peppers. Big time fan. All right. Well, you're as good as in. We're a big time fan of you. K-Rock Homeless Acoustic Christmas, the 32nd (laughs) annual. Uh, Will will this be your first acoustic Christmas or your fifth? No, I I went uh, last year and I think the year before, too. Very cool. Well, listen, I'm, I'm thrilled you'll be there. December 9th, Kia Forum. You just won yourself tickets for listening to us, and uh, you tried all week. You failed a lot, a lot of busy signals, a lot of not getting throughs. But here you are, and it was totally worth it, wasn't it? 
Oh, totally worth it. Hold on one second. That is Josh. Proof that anyone can win this. So uh, just be listening and be ready to call us. The next song, which we will have for you this morning at some point, is from, let me see here, Portugal the Man. Feel it still. That'll be your song. It'll happen at some point this morning. Could happen in five minutes. Could happen in one hour. Just be sure to call us when you hear it, and we will get you into the show. All right, let's get to your ADD news, and then we kick off a brand new hour of the show after that. Here we go. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD news. Anyway, I saw a dog today. All right, let's start with Klein's conspiracy theory and figure out if there is any truth to it. Yesterday, a couple of a couple of big celebrity news pieces broke. One with Snoop Dogg and one with Martha Stewart. Both of them saying they were giving up some things that they're well known for. Snoop was the first, and he put out an Instagram post saying the following. And it's like a black and white picture of Snoop doing like prayer hands. And it says, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Um, Now, he says very specifically, I've decided to give up smoke. Everyone has decided that means that Snoop Dogg is no longer going to be smoking weed or ingesting any kind of weed. That it remains to be seen. Then, Martha Stewart went on a show, and she said she canceled her Thanksgiving this year and said, I gave up Thanksgiving. I canceled. Nine guests canceled because somebody got sick, so I called up my chef friend, and I said, we're not doing it. I've also cooked 14 turkeys already for a TV show, and I think I still have one more to cook for a different show, so forget it. I'm turkeyed out. And Klein, what is your theory? Well, it's obvious. I mean, the two of the, you know, Martha and Snoop are thick as thieves. They, um, they're in cahoots. They're always doing stuff together. They could be sleeping together for all I know. They probably are. And I'm sure for Snoop to make the announcement he's given up smoke, very vague, very interesting terminology, could mean a million things. And then for Martha to say she's given up cooking Thanksgiving dinner, the two of them are going to announce some, some new product. product or special or something that is going to be as a result of these two announcements that everyone has picked up and run with now because it's got all this free exposure and promotion. You know what they but did? But it's got to be some kind of a weed-themed holiday. No, I don't think so. I, 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 it's got to be because no. if, if Snoop is, is quitting a weed thing and Martha's doing a different cooking thing, they're going to have some kind of a hybrid of those two. Yeah, but it's not going to be weed-based. It's going to be something very down the middle. It's going to be some new thing that they're launching, like a new... I don't even know what the product is. I'm not even going to guess, but it's going to be some something, and they're going to say, we just generated millions of dollars worth of free publicity by releasing these two separate announcements that we're quitting our favorite things, whatever. I would, I would love if nothing happened. Well, they just both quit listen, those things forever. If you listen to the show long enough, you'll realize I'm usually right. When I have a, my spidey sense tingling about something, yeah. it's almost always spot on. All right. When escape rooms became a thing, it was kind of game over. Everyone was doing it. Couples, birthday parties, corporate team building experiences. And then the rage rooms happen where people pay money to smash the inside of a room for an hour and let off steam. You know, what's interesting about the rage rooms and the escape rooms is that Thanksgiving dinner with the family was like the original both of those. You think about Thanksgiving that. Thanksgiving dinner was an escape room? Yeah, like you're like, all right, how long do I have to sit here before I can oh, like, leave? Oh, right, and like get, how, when can I get out? Yes, that whole thing. We have to wait till you know, Uncle Tom tells his story again. And then you have to create your own escape room within the escape room. Right. Like, okay, if I go to the garage for a while, no one will talk to me. Right. I'll that, just say I have to go get something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ice, I'm on that. Yeah, get in the garage. I'll right. just be on my phone for 10 minutes. Um, anyway, 
Rage rooms specifically have hit their first road bump, and they said a growing trend is now people are booking these rooms and then having sex in them. And some owners of rage rooms say they experience some form of lewd activity, like heavy petting, intense makeout sessions, stripping down to underwear, or having full-on sex. They experience those incidents at least twice a month. And they said own, the owner said that when these people book the rage rooms and they rage out, they get into this primal space where suddenly they get all like charged up and horned up, and they just huh. get they were like ah, and they just want to strip their clothes off, and they just like. It, it smash room really turns into a smash room. Yeah, but I thought rage rooms is all shards of glass everywhere, broken fish tanks. I think that's even plates, hotter. And then like people- having sex on top of a broken TV, it just feels like, man, my life is a mess. It's like crazy Johnny Depp status. That's kind of cool. I like that. All right, there you go. Get into your rage rooms while you can. We uh, kick off a brand new hour of the show in two minutes after Blink right here on K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to Friday morning. Welcome to K-Rock. Welcome to Klein Alley's show. Nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Alley. Morning. DJ Omar Khan on the ones and twos right there. You got Jake Zinerd. What's up? Postmaster Johnny doesn't know a lot about turkey or turducken, but he does know a lot about taking your calls. 800-520-1067. Yeah, somebody on the text line said, you know, a great life hack is if you don't want to spend money on alcohol, but you want to feel drunk, just listen to Johnny try and figure out a question. It's really and wild. you kind of feel like you're drunk, even though you haven't done anything. Yeah, you get like secondhand high or something like that just by listening to that guy try to reason things. There's Vanessa back there. Vanessa is also a soothsayer when it comes to picking the games this weekend. A big local battle between UCLA and USC. Neither team as good as they maybe could have or should have been this season. Both have quite a few losses. But, Vanessa, who do you think is going to win that USC-UCLA football game this weekend? I'm going to go with USC because I like red and yellow. Just give me the mascot. Don't give me this college. Give me their mascot. Oh, I don't know. I didn't go to those schools. But which one of the two? Just pick a mascot. You think is going to win that game? Know what the mascots are. Any we want ma- you to make you what, a- make one up. Any mascot know. you think it's oh, UCLA. Wait, I do know Trojans. All right, so you're taking. And Trojans. what does the Trojan look like? It has a hat. <laughs> that's right. That's our uh, football analyst right there. Uh, that's right. She says go with the Trojans this weekend if you're going to go ahead and bet on that one. Um, by the way, 714 is unrelated, but they said I'm getting married next year, and we just put out our save the dates. And I managed to convince my fiance to let me wi- write in sweet dibbins on the invitation. And Come I've got on. this experiment going on where I want to see how many people actually know about you guys. <sighs> Not a lot, but thanks for doing that. Send us a copy of your invitation. We'd love to see that. Yep. Greatly appreciate it. We just saw yesterday one of our uh, longtime listeners had a baby for the first time ever, had their first kid. Well, the baby is about to come. Yeah. Um, this guy, longtime listener, him and his wife are in the hospital right now. She got induced on Tuesday and she's been in the hospital for the past few days and they just said it's been torturous because oh. um, well, they've been luck. listening to our show during it. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why. The baby's like, I don't want to come out in this. Yeah, world. turn the show off. Put on Big Boy. The baby will be right out. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on all those wonderful moments. This hour, America's Weirdest Relative, the search continues. The pot quiz and more. This is K Rock. K Rock, Klein Alley Show. We're here if you need us. 800 520 1067. In a moment, can open up the phones again for the final open nomination day. America's Weirdest Relative. Perhaps you're in your car right now driving to get the hell out of town. 
getting to a flight, doing whatever it is you're doing for Thanksgiving, and you're starting it now because you don't want to get stuck in that traffic, you got to pack that patience. Omar likes to remind everyone. In fact, later this morning, we're going to be joined by someone that claims that they're a travel expert, and we're going to once again do the big bet to see if any of us can... Try to get them to crowbar in their favorite phrase of the season, which is pack your patience. Yeah, and I believe last year we were not successful, no. so I would love to try again. Um, speaking of relatives, Klein, you know, we talked to my mom yesterday, and she kind of admitted on the show that she stole a crockpot from Target. She, she didn't say stole. She said that she was owed the crockpot because they overcharged her for some shower totes or something. <laughs> some shampoo totes. Shampoo totes. I ended up talking to her last night, and she was like, oh, I didn't even get to the other thing I stole. What? And I was like, what are you talking about? Is going she was on. like, I and this is so much worse. Didn't she marry Rich? She married a guy who makes plenty of money. I'll like, say that. Like, this is like her fifth husband or something, this right? This is her third husband. Third husband. But every time she's married a new husband, she's married a richer guy, right? Like she's got a she's got a rhythm. Oh uh, well the first marriage was like out of high school, so yeah, neither of them were making any money. And right. then yeah, the second guy worked for the airlines, so he made a decent living. And then yeah, this guy's like uh, you know, top VP sales guy. Right, but she's do I mean she's no <laughs> dummy. Your mom she's marrying she's like, I need more things, I gotta marry richer, right? <laughs> she's worked her way up. Yeah, yeah, she has. Um, and she must be good with her mouth, Al. Your mom. Oh, please stop! That is. <laughs> Omar, Omar, yeah. let's be honest, right? No, uh, yeah, no. she's got skills. No, oh yeah. No, Caius, we yeah. are moving past this. She anyway... probably didn't even say crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm not gonna. Actually, now I feel weird telling you about the clock she was gonna steal. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything just she sounds. Stole... What did she really steal? She stole a clock. Really? Yeah. Everything she steals rhymes with the uh, mill junk. Yes. <laughs> She's got it on the brain. <laughs> it's a coincidence. How'd she steal that clock? Her throat? No. Uh, she went to a, a, like, and this is bad because it was like a mom and pop, like, antique kind of place. This wasn't from Target. No, it wasn't you from a chain. Ali, I know you're mm. not going to want to do this. you got to turn your mom in. And, so, and she, uh, there was a clock on the wall, and she went up to the owner and said, can you please get the clock down? I want to buy the clock. She and definitely so, didn't say that. <laughs> definitely said that word without the L. I want to deep throat this clock. <laughs> <laughs> and so he t takes it down, he brings it by the register, and she brings some other things to the front. And it's one of those little stores where, like, they just have a tag, you know, that's kind of, like, you know, roped on to the item. Yeah, so any clock store these days, the people that are working there are all a thousand years yeah, old. Yeah, he was really old. No one's buying or selling that crap. I mean, unless you're all older than dirt, all yeah, that stuff. Yes. The only people in the world, in the market for an old clock are old people. The only people selling clocks are old people. And who goes shopping for a clock? I mean, <sighs> not me. So anyway, she she looks at the clock, and it's $350, this clock. So then she goes and finds some other items, and she brings it to the front. She goes, I'm ready to check out. And then they say he counts the amount of tags. She just puts them up there, and he counts five tags, even though one of the items was in two pieces, so it had two tags. So he didn't count the real the thing, the other item, which was the clock. And she go, he goes, okay, your total's 200 and whatever dollars. And she goes, okay, great. And proceeds to allow him to help her bring all this stuff out to the car, help her load the clock into the car. She knows she, knew thank she was you stealing so much. She, but uh, yeah, she she knows that he didn't ring guy. her up for the clock, and she just doesn't say anything because she's like, well, at some point he's going to realize, and then he never does, and she just drove away. Allie, she was like, I thought he was going to call me after. You got to have an intervention on her or something. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's only going worse because now she's doing it for not even for necessity. She's doing it for sport. Well, and then I, I was like, sport. she was like, oh, anyway, I got to go. I got to do some errands. And I was like, why? Because the stores around you have too much inventory. Like, <laughs> what else are you stealing? 
She well, opened the floodgates. I think she's got the she's got the knack for and it. And now you wonder why when Allie comes to like the uh, you know my event, she decides, oh, there's a bunch of extra pie wine here. I'm not gonna let. Yep. I'm not gonna. I'm let, so, on such a lighter level. Than yeah, her. but you're still she's but, real but, deal. But you have that thought of I'll just take it all. Like I'll just take it all. It's all mine for the taking. Yeah, but it's just that kind of like. Well, you know what? When you can get a little something, just get. It's an opportunity thing, you know. I it's I haven't a stealing had stealing thing. Yeah. Usually, it's a criminal I thing. buy wine on a Friday, and the past month I haven't had to because right. I've got all the buy wine. Because <laughs> yeah, you stole it. Because <laughs> <laughs> how much money I'm saving. All right. Well, here's what we learned from today's show so far. Allie's mom. Great with the mouth. Uh, no, no. Great with the mouth. She loves clocks. That's that's right. Yeah, she she does. does. Quick break. Hey, we're back <laughs> in a moment. Do you have America's weirdest relative? It's your last chance to get them nominated. I'll give you the grand prize, the uh, ultimate sash, bragging rights, and a bunch of prizes and tickets. We'll tell you all about all of those things. Uh, open phones now, 800-520-1067 for your final nominees, America's Weirdest Relative. The search continues next. Ooh. It's that time of the year. Family gathers around the table. Distant uncles, aunts, relatives, cousins are all together, same place, same time. You probably are saying to someone this week, I can't believe i got to see my weird cousin again. It's been a year already. How many strange stories, strange haircuts, strange facial piercings will be at the table this year? That is why we started the search for America's Weirdest Relative. It's time to find America's Weirdest Relative. All right. It's our final day of open nominations. Then next week, we're going to actually meet our finalists. We'll actually meet the relatives themselves we've heard about. And, Allie, just to recap, I mean, there's been so many that we've had brought to us throughout the week. Everyone, of course, fondly remembers the uncle that eats with two forks at the same time or two spoons at the same time. Yeah. The grandma that makes the raisin portraits of her family. There was also the grandma who forgets to screw in her teeth and dresses like a pilgrim on Thanksgiving. Um, then there was Samantha, whose weird uncle likes to wrestle the family, even though only half of his body works. But he challenges them to a wrestling match every year. Carlos told us about his uncle that makes his own cheese using uh, rotten milk at the table during Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, Vanessa yesterday learned about her sister who does butt checks. Whenever no one will uh, declare that they farted, she will go around sniffing all the butts. Uh, then there's Jesse, whose cousin will randomly just go up and speak like Kermit the Frog for no reason. Uh, uh, Tanya, whose sister opens up a can of ravioli and eats it while they go grocery shopping. Then there's Lou's uncle, who thinks that all brown eggs are just painted white uh, eggs. Conspiracy theory, that's right. And, uh, I mean, there's just so many others. Uh, let's not forget about the weird dad from Clarissa, who likes to have the family put a drop of their own blood inside the Build-A-Bear on the beating heart. <laughs> so, just, just some of the ideas. We know, and Ashley's uncle tries to kiss the kiss tag aunt. Oh, yeah. So You're in you, and kiss tag. If you think that you have a relative that's uh, up for the title of America's Weirdest, and you want those bragging rights to prove to the world that you do truly have America's Weirdest Relative, now is the time to call us. Go ahead. You're on K-Rock. What's up? Hi, um, I have an aunt who's a professional dominatrix. Oh, that's awesome. Does now. she talk about her job, like, inappropriately at the table? Yes, she has traumatized my kids with her stories about her naked tea parties and <laughs> bubble-popping dance routines, and it's, it's traumatic. When uh, when it comes time to uh, break the wishbone, does she uh, bust out a, a whip for that? She just or shoves how, it up there. How, how does that work? <laughs> Uh, she's just barking orders left and right. When did you find out your aunt was a dominatrix? At what point in your life? Um, I was probably in my 20s. Uh-huh. And how did you find out? Um, my sister started getting involved in the kink community and went to her as a resource. And I had no idea. 
Wow, that's crazy. I'm thinking of getting into some kink. Why don't you talk to your aunt? Yeah, she knows kink. She Carla. knows all about that stuff. So she's uh, she's been a dominatrix for a while now, and then when she comes to Thanksgiving, does she tone it down, or is she still all dommed up and ready to go? No, she tones it down. You wouldn't know from looking at her, but she's got stories. Yeah, I believe it. And she'll tell those stories over Thanksgiving dinner with the family there? Yeah, she told us also about her furry. She takes around on a leash. Oh, I love that. That's what animal is the person? It's a Dalmatian. <laughs> Obviously, Allie. Very loyal they dog. Are, they are very loyal. Officially nominated America's Weirdest Relative. Just under the wire. <laughs> professional dominatrix. Uh, I love it if she brought the Dalmatian to Thanksgiving. That would be amazing. Don't feed him under the table. <laughs> Eddie, you're on K-Rock right, right now as the search continues for America's Weirdest Relative. Who do you got for us? What's that, man? So I got an Uncle Tony that has dentures. But he, he drools. It causes him to drool, right? So he when he's talking to us, he's like, huh, huh, you know, hey, what's going on, me, ho, ho, ho. And then he'll start drooling out of his mouth, and then he'll do that low-key, like, forearm swipe to cover the drool. <laughs> and then he'll go in for a hug. And then the back of my neck is, like, full of slobber, and he's just laughing. So his arm is soaking wet because he's constantly uh, trying to hide his drool from the dentures, and then he will eventually give you a hug and get all that drool all over the back of your neck? Yes, yes. And then your neck is just full of slobber, and he's been drinking, so you start smelling, and it's just like, oh, man. He's, he's divorced, but, I mean, he still sees his ex-wife and still drinks. Uh, Natalia, who are you nominating for America's Weirdest Relative? Uh, my dad. Oh, a father nominee. Love a dad, what, what, nom. What's he do? Well, he I know he has a good heart and everything. Uh, he goes to the swap meet, and he goes to these vendors that have all kinds of boxes, and the snacks are expired, like the chips and stuff. That's a very strange, uh, weird thing. It's like minor. It's kind of low-key weird, but that you your dad does his snack shopping at a swap meet as opposed to a store, right? Do you Would think you... anyone who goes to a swap meet is not weird? No, I would say it's like carnies. I think everybody yeah. who regularly goes to a swap meet is strange. Yeah, but I mean, that's part of the, the draw, I think. Like, going there, I'm, I'm less interested in whatever swapping is going on. I'm, I'm more interested in soaking in the weirdness that's there. Yeah, it's good to people watch. Aileen, you're on a, the search for America's Weirdest Relative here at K-Rock. What's up? Yeah, so I have a cousin um, who every year since we were younger is, a, I guess, a kissing cousin. And he always tries to hook up with me. And when we were younger, I remember he called me in and he was showing me his wang. And I would always be like, what the hell? Right. And okay. every single time we have a holiday, he tries to hook up with me every single time. Uh, Does he show so you his wang as a yearly <laughs> tradition? or It's a yearly tradition. Me, and then he gets drunker and... Yeah, okay, you guys are first cousins, blood cousins? Yeah, blood cousins. Mm, and, you, and you've rejected him for how many years <laughs> in a row now? Well, I'm 40, so 40 <laughs> years. Oh, my God. Every you year. You must be hot. Oh, uh, it's the annual. Gather around for the annual showing of the Cousins Wang. <laughs> uh, Monica on K-Rock. Uh, who are you nominating? America's Weirdest Relative. My grandma. Good morning, Good morning. Sweet Dibbits. Good morning, Sweet why, why is she the weirdest? So, I have a list, but I'll narrow it down for you. Uh, she claims that she landed a plane with no help from the pilots at all when she was six years old. <laughs> but she loves to tell people that she is allergic to generic medication and can only take brand name. Uh, and to top it all off, she loves to tell people she remembers her own birth. <laughs> yeah, all right. She's got uh, the, I love, like, the serial liar. 
Yeah, but like landed a plane by herself when she was six is such a great fake story. Yeah, Omar landed a plane by himself, and he did. I believe her. No, he had a lot of help, and he was an adult. Nope, no help. Grandma sounds awesome. It's your uh, absolute last, last chance. We're gonna play this Foo Fighters song. I think our finalists are pretty much full right now. America's Weirdest Relative. Sorry if you couldn't get through. There's always next year. And uh, one of you will get the honor to tell that relative that they are the weirdest in the land. But first, your Foo Fighters here at K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. If you want to go to the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas and you procrastinated on buying your tickets, it sold out pretty quickly this year, like in an hour. Uh, I understand why you'd be listening right now because you want to hear Portugal the Man. That's the next song. Feel it still. When you hear it, call us up. They will be there and hopefully you will be as well. We will play you that song at some point between now and when we get the hell out of here and into the weekend. 714. Guys, I tried every day to get through to nominate my uncle who does the weirdest thing every year at Thanksgiving. Now we're all adults. But for as long as I can remember, he would always say, when there were not enough chairs for everyone, you can fight over my lap. He still says this now that we're adults, and I found out that in the house we do Thanksgiving, there's always extra chairs in the garage, which makes me think he's putting the chairs in the garage so that someone has to sit on his lap for Thanksgiving dinner. Fun. Uh, Lap Uncle, decent nominee, but I don't think he's going to have what it takes to make it to the finals. No, not with the crop we've got. You know, uh, would you agree, Allie, that you can tell if someone smokes a lot of weed or not based on their laugh and their laugh alone? Hmm. You know, I think that that would, my ability to judge based on that would probably be better than my gaydar. You think this person Mm -hmm. sounds like they smoke a lot of weed? (laughs) Oh, man. I would love to smoke weed with that person. That is a, a gentleman that Jake the Nerd encountered yesterday while he was leaving a uh, dispensary. He stopped by in the middle of the day, wanted to see which type of person was going to buy weed around 11 a.m. on a weekday. And this is the man that he found. <laughs> he just followed the laugh. He followed the laugh. He got to the man. And that is good for us because it means we get to bring back one of our favorite things we haven't done in a while. The pot quiz. Quiz you while you're high Man, you got that red, red eye It's time for the pot quiz Pot with a T, not a P Pot, 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 pot Pot, 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 pot That song goes on for three hours Pot, 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 pot here is uh, this man that we met yesterday, and then if you'd like to play with us, the number is 800-520-1067. Uh, this is the guy that Jake uh, approached yesterday as he was leaving the weed store. What's your name? Uh, Slice Moolah, New York City. Slice, how long you been in Los Angeles? Four years, since 2019, November 24th. What kind of weed you getting today? Um, today I'm getting some uh, gelato, just a little gram, because I'm high as hell already. It's interesting, the guy made a trip all the way to the weed store just to buy a gram. I feel like whenever yeah, but- you go into the store, I always am like, all right, I'm here for a, one pack of pre-rolls. Next thing I know, four ounces later, I'm oh, like I checking know. out. It is hard to walk out with one thing. It's kind of like the target of weed. And and now they've gotten so smart over there, too, that even if I am only buying something small and I have cash, they're like, they'll point to the side. Like, you know, we take all credit cards now. And I'm like, all right, give me another couple ounces. I know. And they're like, it'll show up as um, Granny Apples. Like, right. you know, it's always some weird name. And then you forget what it was and you think you got scammed. Uh, what do you do that you can be buying weed in the middle of the day like this? Um, right now, um, I was kind of, um, just came back from... This guy's trying to think of a good excuse as to why he's... You can actually hear him have that moment where he's going through his life choices and going, why am I buying a bunch of weed at 10 a.m. on a Thursday morning? Um, right now, um, I was kind of, um, just came back from... 
I ain't gonna lie, f- this girl downtown. No. All right, appreciate the honesty. I needed a little break, yours, so I had to come up here to my favorite little smoke shop. We do a thing called pot quiz. I'm gonna ask you some basic questions, see if we can get them right, okay? I don't know. What is the recipe for water? All right, it's time for the pot quiz now. You know I love this question, Allie. What is the recipe for water? This You've is asked man. it many, many times most, to people. You think it's hilarious. Most people know the answer. Most people are pretty uh, pretty keen on it. But Well, will, it's pretty simple. Well, this guy, it's only got three ingredients. It's really only got two ingredients, technically. Yeah, it's got some H, two it's, of got, one ing- it's got some O. A <laughs> couple of H's and an O. But people that smoke a lot of weed, sometimes uh, they can't quite process what we're getting at. So uh, let's go ahead and figure out. Uh, Brian, will this man know the recipe for water? Recipe for water? Will this guy know who just left the weed store? Uh, I'd say yes. All right, let's find out. Uh, what is the recipe for water? Oh, shit. I should have listened a little more in class for that because they, de- I definitely, damn. He <laughs> asked me what's the recipe for water. Whoa. His mind is blown right now. It's wild how much he cannot believe that is even a question. I don't even think he knew there was a recipe for water. He's it was ye- just water was water. Jake claims he's yelling now at someone who is just walking by. He asked me, what's the recipe for water? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and the passerby's like, what? Uh, yeah, listen. That's a hell of a question. I like it. Because, damn, now I want to know. I don't know, but I want to know. Damn, I don't know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Damn. What is one? Is a recipe to water? He's oh my, he's just now asking. I feel like, like, am I? This is a joke show right he's now. Asking anyone who's walking by him now the recipe for water. Yeah, the recipe to water. Yeah, I'll come back. I'll give it to you. That I'll guy, come back and give it to you. Some other guy says, "All right, I'm going to get on that," and he walks away and says, "I'll come back with it for you." Right, well, he, he did right. Yeah, I guess so. Is H two O? Oh. You serious? Oh, I thought I had to do with some particles, probably in some. Shit. <laughs> all right, all right. Next, Damn. Next question. H two O, bro. I, you probably knew. Did you know? Jake, you didn't yes. even give him a follow up uh, to ask him what the H and the O was for. I don't think he would have known that either. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He That's was so shocked by that supposedly very easy question. My favorite moment was when he kind of did the Ah, I see you. All right, like, I'm on to right. you. you crazy kook. All right, this gives you an idea of where this guy's at. Uh, it's uh, the pot quiz. The guy's leaving the weed store with, uh, he just went in there for a gram of gelato, as he said. Oh, yeah. If you did, you know. What is one example of poultry? All right. Do you think he'll be able to come up with one example of poultry? I mean, I think that's an easier question for some reason. Diego, uh, this is a guy who was uh, very high right now leaving the weed store. Will he know one example of poultry? God, I hope so. Yes. All right. We're going to continue to believe in this man. People have confidence in this guy leaving the weed store. What is one example of poultry? Um, That's not a good start. Usually when they start cursing, Allie, it's not a good start. It doesn't mean they know. Um, I'm mad a little chicken ain't running around here right now. You are? But yeah, we'll go chicken. Oh, look at that. He pulled it. He got it. He didn't even have to ask another passerby on the street. Hey, you guys know an example of poultry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me an example of an acronym. All right. Uh-oh. You think he'll know what an acronym is? Absolutely not. You don't? Zero chance. Arturo, will this guy know what an acronym is? Yo, yes, I do. You wow. think he'll know? All right, let's find out. Um, a- Apple. 
Can we say that? Is it an acronym in Apple? What's Apple stand for? Apple tree. <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> that is unfortunately. The acronym Apple stands for apple tree. It's not really a great acronym if that's the case. <laughs> apple tree. That's half the word. <laughs> Thanksgiving is almost here. What is gravy made from? All right, Allie. You think hmm. he'll know what gravy's made from? I I actually think he'll know this one. You do? You think he'll know gravy? Yeah, sometimes potheads are like really, you know, they, they're savants when it comes to cooking. Greg, will he like know he what... the chicken one. Will he know what gravy comes from, Greg? Yes or no? I think he will, but I'm really... <laughs> All right, says he thinks <laughs> he will. Unbelievable. Um, gravy is made from sh- and damn, gravy is some black shit, right, too, right, bro? Yeah, at least we can take credit for that. Um, I didn't realize gravy what? came with a race. He says gravy, he's taking credit as a black man for gravy. Huh. All right. Damn, man. Mama gonna be tired. My grandmother from Alabama gonna be mad if got me because she got the best gravy. Grandma, I don't know, Grandma, because I really don't give a f- Grandma, until I'm there eating that fire. I never watch you make it because you know I don't care. I'm sorry I don't know it. He does not know gravy, Alan. Wow. This is the last one. I love how he's talking to his grandmother as if she's listening to right. this. Right. His grandma in Alabama, who's a big fan of this show. <laughs> he, all he knows is the gravy she makes is fire. And it probably is. I grandma from Alabama is probably gravy. making good gravy. What kind of bird do you follow to find Fruit Loops? Okay. What kind of bird do you follow to find Fruit Loops? Now, the guy is a weed guy. I have to imagine he's had quite a few bowls of Fruit Loops in his day, right? Yeah, and I mean, those commercials are so well-known, and that, that's probably the most well-known cereal mascot, I, I'd say. I'm looking for a toucan Sam, but the bird is a toucan. Uh, downtown L.A., will he know this one? Hell no. All right, he says, <laughs> hell no. He's lost all confidence all right. in him. Which bird do you follow to get the Fruit Loops? What kind of bird do you follow to find Fruit Loops? What kind of bird do you follow to find? Ain't it a, um, a pecan? Uh, <laughs> a pecan, here you go, and a fruit loop. Cool. 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 All right, well, cool. another successful, uh, another very successful pot quiz, Allie. I mean, it's crazy because because he's high, it's like you still know what he means. Like, I, in a way, in his stoner world, he's right. You want to give I him, know he meant toucan. You want to give him credit? And I know credit? he thinks he meant toucan. All I'll right. give him credit. Ali says she get, he gets partial credit for saying a pecan. Uh, that's good. Uh, thank you. That and he gave, he gave us a message on the way out. Shout out to our client Ali show on K-Rock. Tune in, feel me. Good vibes, good people. We love it. K-Rock, Clown Alley Show on a Friday morning. It's almost 9 o'clock, which means we'll kick off a brand new hour of the show with uh, one final chance for you to win some sold-out tickets to the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas with us at least today. Then you'll have more chances later in the later in the day on K-Rock. But the song you're listening for, final reminder, and then I'm not going to remind you again, is Portugal the Man, Feel It Still. It'll happen at some time uh, between right now and 10 a.m. here at K-Rock. Be sure to call us when you hear it, 800-520-1067. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Se habla espanol. Hola. Oh, wait, we don't. All right, since a lot of people are traveling today, I thought I would give you a little travel-themed ADD News today. And we'll start in the air, and then we'll end up on the ground. So we'll start with air travel. When a flight is delayed, there are a lot of reasons that they give you as to why the flight isn't taking off on time. I would argue that probably 10% of those reasons are actually legitimate. The rest, they just kind of make it up. You know they're lying. They know they're lying. And then you deal with it. This new flight delay is a new one I've never heard. And this excuse came from the flight attendants themselves. 
They gave the excuse right before the flight was supposed to take off. The flight was abruptly postponed after they claimed they were robbed. Just moments after reporting the faux robbery, the trio allegedly hailed a cab to an abandoned gas station. Surveillance footage shows the three crew members out on the town at around 4.50 a.m. Cops believe that one staffer in particular drank to the point of becoming unconscious. So what happened was these flight attendants just wanted to party. And they didn't want to leave the destination they were at, so they decided to just do a fake, hey, I got robbed, the flight needs to be delayed. But while the delay was happening, they just decided to go drinking. And they actually did lose their wallets and phones, but just because they were wasted. You know they got to get to solve that crime, Officer Simmons. I know. There's a fake crime happening. There's only one He'll man. He'll be there to fake report it. There's only one man for the job, <laughs> Officer Simmons. And they'll definitely get surveillance footage of it. We know that. All right, Amazon used to sell books and only books. Now they sell almost everything you can imagine, and they have just added cars to their inventory. So now you can buy a car on Amazon. You can have it delivered to your door. I don't think this is like a next day prime type of quick delivery, but for right now, you're only able to shop for Hyundais. And they're the first ones that are going to be on the platform. All new Hyundais will be built in with Alexa which I'm sure is going to be really hard for anybody with Apple products, but whatever. Still, you don't have to go into a car dealership and have those long salesy conversations and ups charges and all that stuff. And you can either pay in advance or you can do their little finance options. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm actually shocked still when I go to search for something that Amazon doesn't have. Like, I'm already surprised that they don't already have cars. I know. It's very hard to find an item that they don't have. Like it I'm, is a jarring feeling when you type something in and it's not there. Yeah. You're like, what? What? It's weird. What do I do now? Yeah, I, uh, I think I was trying to find like prescription medication, and I was like, Amazon will have it, and they're like, we can't do this. I'm like, what? Get out of here! Of course, you're they, like, did I spell Xanax wrong? What's should, going on? I feel like they should have every anything they don't have is always very surprising to me. Well, and I, I think they did also add some kind of a healthcare thing where you can get. You can get uh, health insurance it's through like Amazon. It's like seven bucks a month yeah, or something, and then you great. probably could get pills. And then you get like twenty four seven virtual doctor care, so you have to like constantly hold your rash up to your you know camera on your phone, and try, hopefully some doctor, whoever you know, can diagnose it or whatever. But you have to still. look at your order history and you see all these butt rashes. <laughs> you're like, oh, other products you might like. All right, and then finally, if you have a car that you're happy with, here are a couple of new scams to look out for once you get on the road. First off, there was another crash and grab that took place. This one was on the 405 near Huntington Beach, another staged crash where the person crashes into you, and then when you pull over to swap information, they rob you. And then there's another one uh, where you'll see, and this is CHP is warning people about this, if you see an offer, like on OfferUp or Marketplace or whatever, They'll be offering you an amount of money to, like, borrow your car for a short period of time. They're like, I just have to move something from point A to point B. You can even drive the car. I don't have to drive it. You know, I just want to borrow the car for a short time. Then when you arrive to meet the person, they rob you. Oh, that's cool. That's not even <laughs> And they, they carjack you, yeah. So it's just like a fake job offer. And then when you get there, they they, they carjack you. I've so don't of, fall for that either. I've heard of people before that have done the... Uh little fake fender bender just to try to meet someone and get their number like if they I know it was so innocent before yeah, wasn't like, it oh just want a little love you're attractive I don't have a good pickup line let's just do a little bumpy bumpy and then uh, we're exchanging yeah, information like, I'm gonna take your car I'm gonna take your wallet I'm gonna take your dignity right. and your identity well we kick off a brand new hour of the show after the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You will see the Red Hot Chili Peppers if you come to the Acoustic Christmas Show. And those tickets will be yours sometime between now and... This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, we're going to try it again this year. Last year was an epic fail. 
This is the hour. In a few moments, we'll be joined by someone that claims to be a travel expert. They think they're coming on for just a standard pre-Thanksgiving week interview. But what they don't realize is that we will only be attempting to get them to say the phrase that we know makes Omar squirm, and that is pack your patience. He hates it, but every travel, every travel quote expert, who apparently now is just anyone that owns a suitcase and a TikTok account, yeah. feels the need to remind us over and over again to pack our patience. Pack your patience. Tips on what you should pack. And one of those things is your patience. Your patience. We ask that you also pack your patience. Today's Inspiration Motivation Day. It's time to pack your patience. If you let your passport lapse, pack your patience to renew it. Don't forget to pack your patience. Everyone thinks they're saying it for the first time. Omar hates it. He hates it more every time he hears it. Yeah, but you can see and hear the joy in their faces and voices when they say it. Like they love it. It's the first time they're ever saying it. It's like uh, their mating call to each other. <laughs> So we'll uh, have this travel expert on in a moment. Allie and I will spend the entire interview attempting to get them to say, pack your patience. Omar will probably spend the entire interview trying to derail them so they can't say it. Regardless, this person just thinks they're coming on to do a standard radio pre-Thanksgiving interview. I don't even know who they... Someone from AAA, I think. Hold on. I mean, I got their information here. Man, those AAA people, travel, they're really busy this time of year. Travel expert. How were we able to book them? They just sit around at the phone and wait for any wait for idiots to call and be told to like make sure your tires are inflated and your patience is packed? Do you think they're going to start with all the facts? Probably. They love they that. They love the stats. 12 billion cars will be on yeah, the road over the next yeah, week. Yeah. So we'll get to that this hour. Also, if you're trying to get into the Almost Acoustic Christmas show, and I don't blame you, it's going to be a good one. Chili peppers, garbage, the offspring, cannons, etc., etc. You're listening this hour from Portugal, the man. I did say I would only remind you one more time, but that, that's truly the last time I'll remind you. It'll happen at some point this hour. Then call when you hear it, 800-520-1067. Uh, all right, the travel expert's getting on the phone. So it's the big bet. If you'd like to join us for that, call now, 800-520-1067. And let's just gamble. Can we get them to say, pack your patience? Yes or no? Could be worth a hotel night, Steve. All right. Time for the big bet. Let's gamble. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. And here we go. Hit it. The big bet. Hit it. It's time for the big bet. All right. Hit it. And just tell me to hit it anytime. Hit it. It's time for a bet. Crazy ass bet. Raise your bets now. The big bet. We actually had to stall there because we were getting the expert on the phone. Make sure he can't hear us while we set this up. Yeah, that was it. Uh-huh. Thanks, Omar. Here it is again. Well-oiled machine. Crazy ass bet. Raise your bets now. All right. Omar is going to attempt to sabotage the interview. We've got an expert who's about to join us uh, from AAA. They're talking all about traffic and blah, blah, blah. All we're trying to do is get him to say that phrase that Omar hates, pack your patience. Yep. If you get uh, approached by the news or you see cameras out and about all over Southern California, they always want to talk to people that are traveling. Make sure if you uh, get the chance, you go in there, you say, hey, like my good buddy Omar always reminds me this time of year, yeah. pack your patience. Uh, Joseph, uh, this big bet, as you know, we do it every week. Brought to you by our partner of the Klein Alley Show, the Great Commerce Casino. If you're correct on the big bet, you get a one-night stay there. Stick around for the games, etc. A lot of poker tournaments. Uh, they got all the games there. I love commerce. All right. Joseph, uh, we're going to get this guy in in a second. Uh, which one of us is going to get him to say his, the phrase, pack your patience, or will he not say it at all? Who are you betting on? Decline on this one. All right. I'm going to do my best. 
I've got an approach for how I'm going to get him to say it. Amanda, who are you betting on? I'm betting on my girl, Allie. Yes. Okay. I've got a few tactics in the back right. of my little noggin. All right. So there we go. One bet, Klein. One bet, Allie. Uh, Jody is going to round it out. Jody, you're betting that we will not get this person to say it? I don't think anybody's going to say it. All right. Last year, if you remember, Allie, we had a travel expert on. And they said so many different dumb sayings, and they never got to pack your patience. Yeah, I know. And they were so close. Like, it got closer yeah. and closer, and it was maddening. There we go. Hold on. <clears throat> He's ready? Okay. Uh, and now joining us on K-Rock, a travel expert. Uh, hello, Doug. Yeah, that is right. Good morning, Klein and Alley. Uh, Doug Shoup with the Auto Club of Southern California, and we are getting ready for a very busy week next week. Yeah, I mean, this is like your Super Bowl, right? I mean, everyone's asking <laughs> for tips, and what kind of tips are you offering this year? Well, it is because we are expecting so many people to be traveling uh, this Thanksgiving. In fact, 4.6 million Southern Californians traveling at least 50 miles or more away from home, and that's going to be a 3% increase from last year. The vast majority of those folks are going to be going by automobile. About 3.9 million people in Southern California taking road trips. If you're one of them, inspect that vehicle. Check your tire tread and inflation. Make sure your battery has a good charge. And, you know, of course, make sure that your fluid levels are topped off. During the five-day period from next Wednesday through Sunday, we expect to come to the roadside rescue of 90,000 calls for help here in California alone. Uh, Doug, uh, let me ask you, whose job is it at AAA to count all those cars? Because that seems like millions of cars you have to count every year just to come up with these numbers. So you guys have to be obviously very tolerant over there. Uh, Is there anything that you can tell us if we need to work on our tolerance? Well, it's it's certainly based on uh, the calls that we receive into our call center for our automotive services. You know, most people know AAA for our roadside service. And so we look at how many calls we uh, serviced last year, but during that same five-day period, and we're projecting about 90,000 calls. And the primary reasons why people will call the auto club for help will be dead batteries, flat tires, and then people getting locked out of their vehicles. So what, what advice do you have for people who are maybe a little impatient, either on the roadways or just in holiday travel in general? Um, is there anything you have to say to them particularly that might be stuck in traffic and getting really frustrated? Absolutely. Just know that, you know, it is going to be a busy week on our roadways all across Southern California. And uh, Thanksgiving is just a time for gratitude and togetherness. And so we should really extend that spirit to the roads by driving with care and consideration for others. So, yeah, allow extra time to get to your destination so you don't Mm -hmm. feel that need to speed. Is there uh, maybe some sort of a catchy saying we can remember when we're packing our bags for the holiday weekend just to really get out there on the road and make sure that we're being calm with each other? Yeah, absolutely. It's just think about everybody wants to get to enjoy the holiday together. And if we, you know, have a safe journey, that's going to ensure we all get to that Thanksgiving dinner table on time, but most importantly, safely. And, you know, here at the Auto Club, we do have a saying when it comes to safe driving. Don't drive intoxicated. Don't drive intoxicated. Remember that using your smartphones behind the wheel can be just as dangerous as getting behind the wheel after drinking alcohol. Right, but is there anything specific we can pack, either real things or figurative things that are just, you know, you can pack some socks, a phone charger, and you can pack... 
Well, you know, absolutely. You want to say we're just encouraging people to pack the, the you know, just listen to the podcast and the radio to help you deal with the traffic. That's great advice. But uh, once again, it's too many words. If there's something maybe just uh, shorter that I can just tell myself to stay calm in this uh, stressful travel time. Yep. You take a deep breath and you know that you're going to get God there when it. you get there. And just remember that everybody's trying to make that deadline to get to the Thanksgiving dinner table on Thursday and just know that, you know, we all want the same thing, to enjoy the time with our friends and our family and our loved ones. And so we just need to be patient out there and be forgiving if another driver out there on the road makes a, a mistake. But but is there anything specific we can pack to help us be calm in those scenarios? Pack your patience, right? Because people certainly do lose their patience in that traffic. Is there a limit to how much patience you can pack? No, there really is not. But, you know, if you are flying somewhere, you know that those airports are going to be busy. Uh, our auto club travel advisors recommending you get to the airport at least two hours before domestic flights and three hours before international flights. Where is the best place to pack my patients? Can I put it in my carry-on, my purse, my overhead bin? Wherever you pack it, just have it along with you. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> because we know that it's going to be busy out there, not just at the airports, but certainly on our roadways as well. Doug Shoup is the uh, Auto Club Corporate Communications Manager. He's at AAA. He knows everything there is to know about travel this time of year. He says uh, if you can only pack one thing and you've got a big uh, commute, you should pack what? Your patience, yeah! for sure. Thank Omar, you, Doug. You hear that, Omar? you got to pack that patience, baby. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I heard it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Same to you. Amanda, congratulations. Woo! You predicted Woo! Allie would somehow do it. I did it! It took us a long-ass time, but we got him to say it. Everyone else said Allie and Klein practically carried that man to the river, I mean, and we, he refused uh, to he drink. He just wouldn't do it! <laughs> he almost packed your... You gotta listen to the podcast. Packed your podcast! <laughs> 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 All right, J-Rock, Klein, Allie Show. Uh, that song you're listening for is coming up very, very, very soon, so be ready to call us, 800-520-1067. Um, Klein... You know, since we're uh, re approaching the end of the year, everyone is releasing their new lists of the top baby names and top dog names of 2024. And I'm looking at the two new lists, and I wanted to know if you feel there are going to be any... If, if, if Would you be able to tell if I gave you a name if it was a top dog name or a top baby name? Well, you know, my theory is that dog names are becoming way more human-like. And, and human, human names yes. are becoming things that usually would sound like they would go for a dog. Like if someone's walking down the street and they have a dog and a kid in a stroller and they're like, this is Squeakers and Roy. You're like, well, obviously the dog's name is Squeakers. And they're like, that's my son. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? And you're like, how dare you? <laughs> they're like, Why clearly, would you name your kid that? Clearly Roy is my uh, English bulldog. And yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it used to be very clear. Now it's not so clear anymore. So I would imagine... The names are even more confusing than ever. Before I get to this list, um, one that I discovered yesterday in my personal life is Beckett. Do you think that that was a dog name or a personal uh, name? Beck well, I, it's funny because I think my kid has a couple of Becketts in her class. Yeah. So I think it's a kid it's name. It's a kid name. Yeah. Kid name. Yeah, that one I think is really popular with the uh, kids. Well, before I uh, give you this test, the first on the list for babies was Olivia and Liam. And then the top for dogs was Charlie and Luna. But if I were to give oh, you... Oh, Luna, I know. It's funny because I, I know a couple of human Lunas. I also do know a couple of dog Lunas. I think I know a dog Liam. 
Yeah, it's getting it's there. I would imagine. I know a human Charlie. The lists have got to be borderline interchangeable a at human this point. Girl Charlie. I, I would imagine if ten years ago the lists were completely different, and now I think they're probably almost. You're probably going to get to a point where it's just the same names on both lists. Uh, yeah. Well, Teddy was on both lists. Teddy's Theodore on both Theodore slash Teddy. What about Benji or Benjamin? Hmm. Okay, traditional dog name, obviously. Traditional dog name. But I would say modern day, probably human name. You're Back right. Human. You're right. Yeah, yep. the switch it's, has happened. It's definitely on the uptick. What about McKinley? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't... McKinley. She's a bitch! Definitely. She, that's, Hi, I'm McKinley. She's definitely a bitch. There's no denying that. She's definitely an influencer. But is she a... Bitch by the scientific terminology, <laughs> as in a female dog. She's a dog bitch. Uh, McKinley, I think, I feel like uh, that's a human now. You're right. Wow. wow. You're good at this. I'm getting good. All right. Alanis. Hmm. Apparently, 90s names are coming back. Alanis. I don't see that. Oh, okay. So, someone who grew up loving Alanis Morissette's now having kids, but also they're probably having dogs. Uh, Alanis does feel like a... Uh, it's not really that fun for a dog. Alanis. Alanis. Get down, Alanis. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm, I'm going to go person again. It's dog. Really? Yep. Uh, what about Kelsey? Okay, well, I know that because of the Travis Kelsey thing, there's a lot. Kelsey's gaining crazy popularity now just because of the Taylor Swift tie-in. I bet you Kelsey's on both lists, if I had to guess. But I'm going to say probably dog. I think people... You know, People go dog before they yeah, go baby. You, well, you can get dog. Even if you decided to make a baby in the last few weeks, that's the, that thing's not ready yet. He's got to let it cook a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah, dog, you're you right. Can, it's dog. Dog. Kelsey. I didn't see I it on see the that. baby list, but you never know. Yeah, um, what I bet about it will be, though. Mavis? Oh, God. Gr- grandmother. <laughs> Is that? I think that's one of those Hamster. ones. Hamster. Uh, Mavis is probably one of those ones that people are given because I, I thought all those old timey names are coming back. Yep, too. they are. It's a baby name. So someone's like, "You're named after my great great grandmother." Yep, Mavis. Mavis, baby. Uh, Corgan. Dog. You're right. Yep. Brad. Little person, comedian. <laughs> is that right? It's a dog. Oh, it's a dog. Jasper. Uh, dog. Baby. Come on! Yep. <laughs> Damn you, Jasper, you son of a bitch. And Miley is the other baby name. Turns out... We're all idiots. We're all idiots. <laughs> and that's the valuable lesson from yeah. today's show. That song will officially become a Christmas song this year. December 9th, Kia Forum. It's the 32nd annual, if you've been keeping track, K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Portugal, the man. And let's go ahead and say hi to someone on the phones right now that will be joining us. They did not buy tickets. Maybe they didn't even know about the show until a moment ago, but they called at the exact right time. And when they called, we answered. Hello? What's up, man? My name is Philip. Philip, you are caller 20. No way. I've been listening with my daughter, driving her to school every day. We love you guys. We always listen to Ali's crazy news updates. <laughs> and her whole trying to have a baby thing. I know, so I know, wacky, liquor. isn't it? <laughs> uh, her ovaries are crazy. <laughs> well, we, own she's saying store, we own a liquor store here in Echo Park, and we're just always trying to have good times and get everyone drunk. And I'm sure a lot of them are your fans as well, and you guys are the best morning show. Oh, we love thank you. Guys you. Wow, you own a liquor wow. store? That's w- awesome. W- which uh, liquor store do you own? I'm, I'm being serious. It's called George's Liquor in Echo Park, like kind of right near the lake at Echo Park, down the street from Dodger Stadium. Cool. We've been there eight years. Do you sell that? Uh, you sell that weird beer that Jake's into? 
That uh, Francis oh, Connor? No, I've never heard of any of those, but I want to start selling your pie wine, maybe. All right, now yeah. we're talking. Hold on. Yeah, we, picked, we, we picked the right winner. This guy doesn't even have Francis yeah. Connor, Jake, but he wants to carry the pie wine there. That's a move right there. Woo! I've worked, <laughs> I've worked every day for the last eight years, 365 days a year, taking care of my two daughters. Jeez, yeah. Tywin will take care of that, dude. He'll yeah, put you yeah. out of business. Oh, <laughs> Shut up, Omar. <laughs> Got to be able to retire on Easy Street. Uh, hey, are you going to be able to get the night off to come to the forum for the show? I have someone to cover me. He's a great new guy I've been working with. Like, all, right, all right, I don't need your whole work strategy, but thank you for... <laughs> I mean, uh, Shut up and buy the pie wine. Yeah, no, that's not what he called. We're getting distracted from the important message here. You're going to be at Acoustic Christmas. Thank you for the kind words. Thanks for sharing the show with your kid every day. That's it. Making people happy. Hey, next song you're going to be listening for, if you want to win those tickets, coming up later today. That song will be Ali's favorite, Bacar, Helen Back. Ah, oh, there it is. Later today, we'll get you in the show. It's K-Rock. Oh, thanks, Foo Fighters. We're going to get the hell out of here. Kevin Kenny will be in after us. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. As he is in today for Nicole Alvarez, who's either doing something super fun or she's super sick. It's hard to keep track. I mean, uh, it's both. That I just yeah, violated sick fun with Nicole Alvarez. Uh, we are going to get out of here. We'll do it again next week. Try to do it better. We got a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, next week the uh, we'll officially uh, the finalists will be announced. We will meet all of the actual weird relatives that have been nominated this week. My uncle, my strange weird real life uncle, will return to help us judge weirdest relative in America. Can't wait. We got that. I think we have. Um, we do just some giveaway stuff. We have a couple of actually pretty cool show announcements in the near future. I don't know if we drop those on you next week or just after acoustic. Regardless, we have some cool stuff coming up even before the end of the year. So we cannot wait to tell you about those things so that you can join us again some other places around Southern California so we can all get together and have some fun. Uh, we will also get to your playing of the weekend song as we get into the weekend officially. We always love it when you... Uh, Instagram or whatever, take some pictures of you listening to it, tag us in it. We will regram, retag all things that we get mentioned in as we play the weekend song. All right, takeaways from today's show, and then we'll get the hell out of here. All right, 818, my takeaway is car accidents are for more than just getting phone numbers now. Yeah, you used to just have to bump a little bumper in the parking lot because you want to meet some hot chick. Now it's all about taking their jewelry. 323, my takeaway is don't clock block Allie's mom. Allie's mom loves the D and all things that rhyme with it, apparently. <laughs> 626, my takeaway is this year's Thanksgiving Day Parade is brought to you by The Red Store. Yeah, we learned that during a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know. If you missed any of today's show, download wherever you get your podcasts. We know we got some people that only listen to us on podcasts. If you're in the L.A., Southern California area, we love it when you listen to us on actual K-Rock. We sound better when we're randomly interrupted by static. Yeah. Uh, but if not, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. What's your takeaway from today's show, Jake the Nerd? Uh, Cousins Wang is a beautiful tradition. Yeah, every year, Cousins Wang. Yearly Cousins Wang. Omar, got a takeaway? Uh, yeah, my takeaway is apple stands for apple tree. Yeah, we did learn that during uh, the pot quiz. Allie, got a takeaway? Mine is, um, I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving on the island of America. Yeah, we learned America's an island, according to Postmaster Johnny today. And pack your podcasts, everyone. Pack your podcast. And my takeaway is Allie's mom is great with her mouth. Gross. God, why did we have to end on that? Think about that all weekend now. What Allie. a way to finish. Uh, and ha that's what she said. No. Have a great rest of your day. Happy Friday, bitches. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> it's not about that Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> no one cares about Wednesday. Thursday. Forget that voice. 
episode of Klein Alley Show has come to an end. This episode brought to you by Bed Bath & Beyond. No, that's not correct. Oh, wait a minute. We lost the Bed Bath & Beyond account? They lost themselves, I think. Oh, damn it. Well, so much for that. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. You're the only thing that matters to us. If you are a new listener, nice to meet you. If you've been listening for a while, God bless you. Thanks for putting up with us and having a low bar. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> that's all we got. We are running on fumes. The good news is that you can listen live anytime weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m., and we have a live Showtime podcast every Wednesday after the show. It's a bonus hour that only exists in podcast form and live on the Odyssey app for those of you that are up for the challenge. Download the Odyssey app. Trust us. It's free, and you could subscribe and follow us and get all the info you need. Oh, my goodness.